on today's program. You know how when you grab a woman's breast, feels like a bag of sand? Mm-hmm. It's 40-year-old virgin. Welcome to the show. What are we calling this show? This is the the rewatch party. The rewatch party. That's right. I am your host, Nick Ryder. With me uh, are the peas to my pod. That's right. The Seth Both. to your Rogan. The, Seth the Steve to, my to Rogan. your Corral. The Paul to your Rudd. The Apatow to my Judd. That's right. I'm Los. Los and Brandon. That's right. Uh, this is our premiere episode. So we're gonna. What's the idea of this show, Nick? The idea of the show is when the when the great quarantine of 2020 hit, I decided to uh, organize my movie collection uh, alphabetically since I'm a I'm a librarian from a ways back. I like everything alphabetized and uh, sexy librarian. Yeah, and so. Uh, I decided the best way to do that while well, alphabetizing was to watch them in order. So I started live tweeting it, and it got some interest. But uh, then I got back to work, and that really put a dampener on my rewatch. And I thought this would also be a good show. Actually, better because people could just listen to it instead of trying to read a bunch of tweets. So the concept is just literally going through my obscenely large movie collection in alphabetical order. Pure and simple. And alphabetical means that we're starting from the numbers first. Numbers first, and then, yeah, then we get into A's, B's. What Obviously, world do, do people do with things in alphabetical order that the numbers are last? Or would they go, like, 40 would be F? See, and that would depend on, because, like, I have the seven samurai, but they spell it out. So that's in the S's. That's not a number. And the movie seven also spelled out. See. But it also has the number seven in it, though, right? It, it does. Yeah, does that get? Feet, <laughs> it gets put either or. I mean, I yeah. guess you could put it either way. I would um, put it in the S's. I think, I think that could be up for up for interpretation if you want to do numbers or letters first. I've just always seen numbers. Before I think. Letters. Yeah, I think universally it's accepted to do the numbers first. So that's how we're doing it, and obviously no articles. So the Terminator will just be Terminator. Terminator. Yeah. Yeah, and. As for us watching these things, we're all trying to watch these the week before yes. we do this. Brandon hasn't even seen this movie before. So this is his first time. It's my first time so seeing he, it. So he got to watch it for the first time, and I think I'm excited to hear what he thinks about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm interested on, on his And I think the idea, what we'll do is I watch the whole thing, and I sort of plot it out what goes on so that we can sort of run through the whole movie, talk about the parts we like, some of the shit we hated, yep. and uh, just be funny. Just try to shoot the shit about it. Uh, we'll probably tighten it up as we go along. But so, oh, yeah. we've got a lot of movies. I think I made it to like 120-something before. And you're not even halfway through. And Almost was, halfway. Yeah. So, so let's get started, huh? All right. So, so it started with the, the song Life of Illusion. Which was our theme song here, Joe Walsh's great song Life of Illusion. What do you which, know about that song? I don't know much about that. I know it was after he left James Gang. He had a brief solo career before joining the Eagles. Most of which I am not a big fan of, but that song is Ain't the fan. Hate the fucking Eagles, man. Uh, you know, I, his era of James Gang was great, but like the whole Rocky Mountain Way and Life's Been Good to Me so far, I just could go without it. But Life of Illusion is a fucking awesome song, and I think really sets the movie up really well. Uh, it's just kind of sort of uplifting, but odd. And, you know, he's walking around with his morning wood trying to pee and do stuff, and. 
Which is the very first scene, the boner pissing scene there. Boner pissing scene, which I remember seeing for the first time. I was like, finally, somebody's touching on this issue. (laughs) I get all the guys are like, the chicks don't even get this. Like, what the hell's going on here? Leaning forward, trying to make it. I was like, short of a handstand, there's not really much you could do. I mean, you could try sitting, but then your junk's all touching the front of the bowl. And it's just that you don't want that kind of journey. It's not not unlike any other type of boner that we get. It's the morning boner. The morning boner. If you still get them. There's no sexual arousal to it. No. Like, it's just, it's there. It's it's because it's blocked up with so much piss that the piss made the dick hard. Or the something. Piss made the dick hard. You know, I don't I, think I've those always... words have ever been put together in that order before. <laughs> I've always, I've always heard that, but it's like there's sometimes when I'll get up and I've got it, and I don't even, I don't even have to piss. Yeah, I think uh, I've heard that you actually get them like on a sort of cycle, throughout cyclical schedule throughout the night, and you just mm-hmm. seem to always wake up during it. I'm sure uh, there have been mornings where I've woken up without it, but oh, yeah. definitely not yeah. as frequently. And this is the kind of boner you get when you're in junior high English class. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, these are, two minutes these are before ragers. the bell? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. you're like, Or right before fuck, you have to fuck. get called up to the board to work, and work out a problem. Yeah, that and, and you got to go snorkeling. Did you guys pull the snorkel maneuver? Where we you call tuck it, from, it up under the waistband? Right, we called that oh, going from six to midnight. Six to, six to or, midnight. Yeah. yeah, I always called it snorkeling. But. I don't know about y'all, but on the bus, the vibration from the bus oh, would get gotcha. me. And like we'd pull up, I'm like, fuck, 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 yeah. fuck. Man, I mean, it doesn't really take because, like, if you're getting off the bus and other people aren't, like, your dick is at like eye level. So, like, they turn and it's like, oh, oh you got to pull the the Fight Club. Do I give you the crotch or the ass? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you were talking about the lean too. The, yeah, he does the big lean. Like for me, sometimes you have to really get over more than forty five degrees. And kick your hips way back to try to, and because you can only push it down so far before it becomes an issue. And well, and then still and then you're kinking the hose, and it just doesn't yeah. go anywhere. And it's well, and it's also the blood is 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 all just in there and. Kind of making your uh, your urethra real tight too, so that it doesn't go in one stream. It sort right. of does this like three or four right. and things going so on. To all women listeners, who are like guys are gross. You can't ever hit the ball. Yeah, blah, it's not blah, an blah, aim blah. issue. It's an unpredictable no, it's stream a completely issue. Completely unpredictable. Like you might have one, but it's shooting off to the side. Like me, myself, and Irene. When yeah. you, <laughs> just it just hits the wall next to him. <laughs> Sometimes you got two or three, and one's going straight in, and the other one's hitting the ceiling or something. Man, you never know. It's a fucking yeah. gamble. And when you have a bonus like that you cannot sit down you cannot sit down and uh, most of the time whenever I have one of those kind of boners I don't even try to piss in there I know that it's going to make a mess right to the tub right to the tub <laughs> right down into the tub man that's what it's, it's for it all idea. goes to the same place it's right so, so yeah this whole beginning scene here he's, he gets up he takes the piss he works out takes a bath makes a sweet looking omelet it does make a sweet looking omelet just a great breakfast and he must get up I mean, he's going to work maybe eight or nine o'clock. Right, it's in the morning time, and he's still able to get up. About he's got to take three hours. He bikes to work too. So like, I mean, I get up. I, well, I start the getting up process at four. There's some snooze button issues, and I get you know, it takes a while to just fucking get yourself moving at four a.m. So, but I try to leave the house by five, and man, he does barely, that whole workout. And he's I barely right in front have of, time to like make a fruit smoothie. Which just means I use the blender for two seconds. Sometimes I'm too pressed for that. How this fucking guy does a full workout and everything, I don't know. I think that says a lot about this scene and who this guy is. Mm -hmm. The life of illusion. um, Exactly. The getting up. uh, Just, he's a a loner. You know, he's had nothing but, I mean, you can tell by his apartment, you're getting glimpses of his his sweet video game chair and his action figure collection. He got Doug Henning on his wall while he's working out. (laughs) Yeah. The magician Doug Henning, man. Magic is love. Since he's never had sex, he's never had any distractions. His whole life has just been 
his own interests. His, whatever his, yeah, his hobbies. I which like we, that. We find out as the movie goes on, he has different ones. He plays the tuba. He paints Civil War figurines. <laughs> and he does, uh, yeah, so he's led an interesting lifestyle. But I also like that they, you know, they show him working out and being healthy uh, to show that just because he's an older virgin, virgin, it's not due to him being unattractive or slobby or... He takes care of himself. Yeah. He works out. And another scene that we will get to is he almost got there a few times and it all went horribly awry. Yeah, I think we'll get in there. So <laughs> yeah. he works, he, he rides his bike, he works at a place called uh, something tech? Smart tech. tech. Smart tech, smart, smart which tech. is essentially like a Circuit City or a Best <laughs> yeah, Buy. Circuit kind City, of, Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. For all you kids kind of that are listening and don't know what a Circuit City is, it's a Best Buy... That's not a Best Buy. It was a... Essentially, like a tech store. It's a just, tech store. It's an Apple store. Sort of, yeah. Or Toshiba's. Um, and this one, I, I think it was Wilshire Boulevard? It was definitely L.A. It's LA. absolutely LA. L.A. And um, But it was a Staples that just shut down. So they basically like took some of the shelves out and then there they go. It was pretty easy do anything there. to it. Yeah, and if you notice, when he walks into that place where he's got his tire, he's one of those guys that will take his work, uh, bike to work and then take his tire off his car because right. uh, you can't steal it if there's can't, no fucking no tire. Steal it. So I did that. I used to ride my bike when I was at Llama, and I lived like a few blocks away. I'd bike over to the school and take a tire, and I came out. Motherfuckers took the other tire and the seat, and I just had a bicycle <laughs> frame still chained up to the post. <laughs> That's funny. If you had one tire, you can at least pop a wheelie all the way home. Like, yeah, they could have just done that, but no, it was... So he walks in, and you can clearly tell, I mean, if you notice in the background uh, the of uh, the outside of this place, it's a backdrop. I don't know if you can ever look at those kind of things. It looks like a backdrop to me, and that's what it is, but... He goes in and he works uh, in the back. He's a what? like a stock, like a stock manager. Yeah, something like room, that, yeah. right? Like uh, you can pick the up the merchandise. Room. You order something and it's there, and you can pick it up from yeah, him. Yeah, like if you go and you buy the CD player off the shelf, they're only going to have one out on the shelf, but they've got more. They actually take from the back. Like when you go shopping at Let IKEA, me go check the back. You don't. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't. That's take what he does. The actual shelves, shelving unit at IKEA. You go and you pick it up from the stock room. Right, and he meets Seth Rogen, at least we meet Seth Rogen meet for the Seth first Rogen. time, whose uh, name is Cal in this movie, and he's, is, I think it's one of Seth Rogen's first flicks. Um, I believe so. Motion, he, pl- uh, motion He had picture. Freaks and Geeks, which was a, a show that a lot of these people came from, a lot of the Judd Apatow crew yeah. came from, but I think this was one of his first roles. It's definitely still a ways from him getting leading roles. Right, Uh he was in Anchorman for a quick moment. He was the cameraman for that's right, that's Veronica right. Cordingstone. And that was before this, right? Uh, I, I think it's in ears. that realm, dude. It's yeah, in that it's realm because... Because this is 2005. 2005, right yeah. Now. And Steve oh, yeah, Carell... announced that at the, at the very top of it. 2005. We'll get better at doing this trivia kind of stuff for you so yeah. you know all the stuff. Judd Apatow production... Um, but yes, so Anchorman 2004. So, so it, just oh, yes, okay, so right this is a Steve Carell trying to break out as a leading man. Yes. Uh, it, when did he do Little Miss Sunshine? Maybe a little, a couple years after um, that. We'll look that up yeah, as I'll well. Look that up. I know this was right after the first season of The Office. So they had a season of The Office, and then this, and this being successful helped that show mm. become even bigger, and it kind of changed Michael Scott's character. In the first season, he's a lot meaner. And then as the show went on, he became more of the hapless, just awkward, lovable idiot that he became. I never really got into the Maybe office. not lovable so much, but like he 
his character definitely changed after this. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine, two thousand six. So okay, so yeah, the next year. This. So this is like this is the time where Steve Carell does a lot up. of work, and he'll actually be doing something uh, that comes out at the end of the, this month with his, uh, which is May, called Space Force. Oh yeah, that's coming out. About I think that. on the 29th, and that's coming out straight up on uh, Netflix. All the episodes. I love when they do that. By the way. Just throw it all out at Just once. Just throw it all out at once, dude. And Bench culture, man. We you know the funny thing wait is, for the next episode? Yeah. It's weird. You know, if they do that, I hope it's not one of those things that... And Good thing that Netflix does this now. You can skip the recap. But there's always yeah. the recap. There's always the theme song. It's like, if we're binge watching, do I need to waste two more minutes to watch your fucking theme yeah. again? And there's, there's something you said. Like, uh, yeah, the skipping the recap... And, and the intro song, but some intro songs are so short. Like, what's the fucking, what's the point? I've been really? watching Shameless, and you hear that that song. It's like, think oh. of all the luck you got. No, that is not for Yeah, me. I don't need to see that kid take a piss fucking twenty <laughs> times a day. Speaking of pisses, uh, back to it. And then people fuck on that toilet later in the same opening. Scene, That's right. Oh, right? uh, well, and then the the gay kid Ian, who is that red haired kid from Malcolm in the Middle, the one that always wore the mittens. I don't know if you guys know that. Oh, no, I didn't watch much Malcolm. I know he ended up playing the Joker, I think, on that uh, Gotham show. Oh. He's got a lot of range. Mentally deranged person, gay guy, Joker. <laughs> Which you can say they're probably all the same they person. Probably, so. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get back to this. Yeah, so anyway, we meet yeah. Seth Rogen for the first time, whose name is Cal, and we get to learn the dynamic of his work relationship with him yeah. slightly by saying, what you do over the weekend? What you do over the weekend? He went to Tijuana and watched a... Woman fucking a horse, and you think it's gonna be awesome. Woman fucking a horse turned out it was a woman, it fucking, was a a woman horse. fucking a horse. <laughs> I felt bad for her. <laughs> felt bad for the horse. You know, these are classic jokes. They're still yeah. funny uh, years later. Um, but then Andy, who's uh, so, uh, we'll go ahead and just call him Andy, who's Steve yeah, Carell's character, character. Um, says. He made the egg salad sandwich, and he went and he got the eggs. I really craved an egg salad sandwich, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, I, I got all the eggs. And this is the scene where I learned the word accoutrement. Accoutrement, yeah. I didn't know what that meant. I looked it up, and it's like, you know, all the stuff you need to make it. To make it general. And I knew that that word, and I had read it and thought it was a totally different word before I realized that, no, it's just, it's got a whole lot of silent letters. Well, it's spelled A-C-C-O-U-T-R-E-M-E-N-T. It looks like accoutrement. 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 Almost like accoutrement or something. But, yeah. Uh, so the very drastically different lives and after all this he decided he didn't even want the egg salad sandwich after all well and then he didn't have bread oh yeah yeah he, he <laughs> didn't have bread, bread. He's like <laughs> and so Cal's in the background pretending to blow yeah. his own brains out because he can't fucking stand how boring this person is and he's absolutely sounds like he's a boring guy if he spent his whole week in making egg, egg salad, salad sandwich so that sort of sums up everything about this guy in just the first five minutes of this movie right, right? And so we get to learn a little bit more about some of his coworkers. So let's play this clip where we get to see Jay and Booge. Mooge. Mooge. Mooge talk. Mooge, who is played by, I got to read this guy's name. We're not going to actually play it. Okay. I'm going to cut these in. Mooge is played by Jerry Bednob. Bednob. Bednob is this guy's name. And I fucking love all of these scenes. Like every time this guy's in, he might be my favorite in this movie. This first fight with Jay. Like, Does this look like a fucking turban oh, I have on my head? Yes. I that was Brooklyn. hilarious. This is a fucking Brooklyn accent. He's Don't make me take out my knife because I can't put it back until it's this blood. <laughs> this blood. <laughs> How many times do you think he's actually removed that blade that he keeps? I don't in his know, boot? man. I bet Moosh has a backstory. Like he's probably working at this 
smart tech under some witness protection or something Probably. like has to be witness from, protection he's hiding from someone he's the oldest guy there yeah uh, he should be a manager because he, he obviously owns shit he's got a blade in his boot that yeah. only gets returned if it spills blood <laughs> this dude has done and seen some shit for sure and at the end they are just buddies saying oh will, yeah. you, will you cover me on Wednesday yeah. if I can keep this commission and then, they, then they, <laughs> yeah. they hug it out and move on and he tells them to fuck a goat so he's telling them to fuck goats yeah which, Which is not has, something from someone from Brooklyn would say a lot, so I, I kind of doubt his validity of him actually being from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that there are a lot of goats running. Around. I've never been to Brooklyn. If uh, yeah, don't get yeah, if you guys are out there in Brooklyn, uh, you guys Brooklyn. have a goat. We're sorry, but go fuck it, okay? <laughs> so we also get to meet uh, uh, Paul Rudd, whose uh, Paul Rudd. name is um, what's his name in this movie? Yeah, David. Yeah. His name is David in this movie. David, yes. And uh, anything you see, Paul Rudd. It's Paul act, Rudd just, from yet yeah, from Clueless to his latest movie. He, he he has never he, aged. He's not. He's, he's a time lord. I he's, believe is the term. And he's a he's a Kansas boy. I knew you were gonna so. say that. <laughs> I, I got to man. Yeah. There there aren't many of us yeah. that have made names for ourselves. When you so. you know how can you get him back on the farm once they meet Paul Rudd? <laughs> <laughs> and so this is where they ask. Well, they're friends. So it seems like all yeah. the other dudes are friends. Uh, Andy are not uh, not really friends, but he's just a coworker. But, yeah, he's uh, the coworker. But Cal, David, and Jay, uh, Jay, played by Romany Malco, who I always knew from the show Weeds. Right. And That's what he was from. from all right. Weeds, yeah. yeah. And so they definitely all hang out. They talk about their like they they bring up this poker game, but they do it weekly. It sounds right. They do it. Regularly, yeah, they do it regularly. They were they needed another person to do it, and I think uh, Mooj also joins in on them on, on occasions. But they needed somebody else, so someone they, was missing. Well, right? I think two people were missing because it was them three talking about it, and then they were like, "We need at least five to make it worth it." So yeah. they had to invite uh, Andy. And, they brought up Andy because mm-hmm. they were missing someone, and Cal Seth Rogen's like, "I'm pretty sure he's a serial killer. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want him. I don't want to end up as some guy's lampshade." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so this is the guy fucking spent a whole week and make an egg salad. No, you didn't, man. Like, like what would you think if you had a, a, a co-worker that was just like, yeah, that's what I did all week. And either, you know, man? he's lying, which dude, is what Cal thinks, or yeah, he's actually dude, like, that person. That, how do you think BTK got away with it for so long? Because he just, oh, I'm a member of the community. And BTK? I, BTK, the guy in uh, Wichita, Kansas. Like he was in the 70s and 80s. And finally they caught him like early 2000s. Oh, oh, right. He, oh, that DNA test thing? He had like he ended up coming back out of the woodwork and writing letters to the police department. Basically, had to turn himself in. Yeah. They could never catch him he because was so he was good. such an unassuming, bland, vanilla person in the community <laughs> that he just fit right in. And they had he was no such idea. a quiet, nice yeah, person. Yeah, always that quiet yeah. one, man. So this gets us to the poker scene, the infamous poker scene that was what Carell used to pitch this. That's right. <laughs> At least really that's was, what we understand. Uh, yeah, he was talking to Jed Apatow, and this is the scene he came up with to pitch the whole concept of this wow. movie. And so they're they're uh, Andy's actually doing really well, and because he plays a lot surprised. of online poker. <laughs> yeah, how so, much online poker do you play? A couple hours a night when I'm not playing. What was it, Halo? Yeah, something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Halo. Um, and so they're talking. They get eventually into sex stories. Cal talks about Dude. fucking a chick, and then the dog licks his ass. His and, ass. I, I, Knowing you were nasty ass, you kept going. I kept going, and then I took the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then uh, there were... Was it Jason? I've literally lubed up and made love to this woman's feet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We've done everything, and I can't satisfy her or something. I've tried to do everything. Um, so they go into stories. David's like sap story. He's got an ex-girlfriend. became one, and it was this (laughs) magical thing, and... 
it wasn't like just doing it. It was like our souls were merging. Like, yeah. God, stop that. <laughs> so to redeem the raunch fest, the story, they asked Andy yeah. to tell the nastiest shit you've ever done. And that's where the opening quote of the show comes from about feeling a boob and it's like a bag of sand. Wait a minute. Are you... A oh, br- they have to go through the types of nipples, like the little bumpy oh, yeah. ones, like the yeah. nipples, What kind of nipples Stevie did wonders. she have? Did they have the, the small, short ones? Did yeah. she have that little the bumpy ones, ones? The Braille, the Stevie Wonders? <laughs> the Stevie Wonders. Yeah. And so then they... Hold up. Are you a virgin? Yeah, they get this and they get this impression like this guy doesn't sound like he knows what he's talking about. Bag of sand? Yeah. And yeah, have you ever had sex with women? He's like, Yeah, I borked plenty of women, he says. I borked plenty of women. Bork. Bork. Bork? <laughs> <laughs> Who says bork? That's what was probably really funny to me was all the weird terms that he'd try to throw in there just to show that you know, I, I have I have had lots yeah. of sex. He's like, Yeah, uh, you <laughs> like, know totally you have a girl that dirty talk, he's like, Yeah, she dirty t- she did oh, like to dirty talk. Me so horny. <laughs> I want to fuck, you know. Fuck all the time. Oh oh, oh, shit! I used to give her the sex. (laughs) Yeah, Jay's like, Jay's like, oh shit! Like you knew that shit, right? And so they get it. They he's not a he's a virgin. Like they start pointing at him and not a serial killer. And Cal's like, oh, this makes so yes, everything is explained there, and it becomes a mission to Jay, yep, to get him laid. Because he says, your dick is my dick. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's he's distraught at this point. Everyone was pointing oh. at him, laughing at him. And well, I mean, he's 40 years old. And that's and there is a lot of We're almost there. We're stigma, almost 40. And imagine not having sex for that whole time. You'd oh, have yeah. a lot more money, for one. For sure. <laughs> which he obviously uses to buy collectibles. He definitely, yeah. He, uh, I mean, I'm sure he has the savings. You don't, you're not that particular and organized in every aspect. And I'm sure he's got a hell of a savings account or something going on. He doesn't even have a car, so. Yeah. An apartment, and so I'm sure he's. Well, he's in L.A., so an apartment in L.A. is Shit, like yeah. renting a house out here in Austin, Texas. Or worse. Or worse. <laughs> so he, uh, we see him ride his bike, which, by the way, that bike rivals Pee-wee's bike. Oh, I mean, it's up there, but Pee-wee's sell, bike's man. pretty nice, but yeah, those big old mirrors and all that good stuff. And as he rides out, rides to work, the day after, he's like, oh, he's, he sort of goes, oh, these guys have forgot about it. Oh, these guys are cool. Yeah. Tries to talk himself well, out of them. Yeah. Virgin isn't a bad word. Would You know what is dickhead, and that's what you guys are, or something like he's... I may not have sex, but I, I could... Fuck, fuck you, you up. up. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like pumping himself up, like getting getting to work, you know. And well, so those are imaginary arguments we all have, usually in the shower where you're like arguing with someone over something and I don't know, you work it all out in your head. And I have those like, in my head, but never out loud. To yourself. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't And then they never even come true. And then they never even yeah. happen But it's, anyway. it's probably because we know we're around other people and Andy doesn't have other people, so he can just say that kind of stuff yeah. out loud. I'm sure, yeah, he has a lot less inner monologue because he has no reason to... Keep it Keep in. It in. Right. Yeah. So he, he ends up going to work the next day after the poker game, and uh, nobody's uh, acting weird. Everyone's pretty normal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they start calling him Virgin out of nowhere, and he gets crazy. Then you have B- uh, Mooj, who's played by um, uh, Doorknob. Bednob. Uh, Bednob, sorry. Bednob. Not Mr. Doorknob. <laughs> and this is one of the funniest scenes in the in the movie Absolutely. by far. I think we should just play the whole... Let's play it. The whole thing. You, uh, what are you, 25? I'm 40. Holy shit, man. You've got to get on that. Life isn't about sex. Life is about children. And passion. Yeah. And spirit. Yeah, it's life's about passion. It's not about fucking and balls and pussy. It's about love. 
It's about people. It's about love. It's about connections. It's all about connections. But it's not about tossing salad. It's about <laughs> talking ass and tits mm -hmm. and it's butthole pleasures. It's not about butthole pleasures at all. It's not about his rusty trombone oh, and dirty is. Sanchez. It's not about the rainbow showers and the camel toe slide and the Cincinnati bow tie, the Arabian goggles or the hot car and, and pearl necklace or pussy juice cocktails pussy juice and cocktails. The, the jagged head dildos. <laughs> And he double Jagged head dildos. Okay, I you know double pussies and the shit stain balls. Shit stain. And come swapping and hanging. Come swapping. Straight up the rattlesnake wiggle and the alligator fuck house. <laughs> Donkey punch or the tea bagging. Will you just please stop? Just All right. relax. That's please enough. Please Party's stop. over. All right. <laughs> Mooj is the best. I like when they. I'm sure he doesn't know any of those, and they feed him lines like that. And they, uh, this is a Judd, know, a Judd Apatow kind of thing where they're just going to keep feeding them lines and they just keep going, well, yeah, going, no, and going. Movie as most Judd Apatow stuff. But this also, improvised. this also tells a lot about Andy and how uncomfortable he is about sex in general. Well, sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, being a forty-year-old virgin, forty -year -old he's virgin, probably yeah. uncomfortable already. But this sort of solidifies it even more. An think older about man. How big of a part of just life, everyday life is sex-based advertising. I mean, it, there's so much on, like, especially for guys, you know, you got to have a number, your conquests or whatever, like, that would make you horribly uncomfortable to know nothing at all about that, which is such a huge... It, it seems like a huge deal, and um, yeah. this next scene definitely shows that. He he runs out of uh, Smart Tech, he's chased by David, um, yes. eventually catching him um, and going into uh, a coffee joint to sort of talk this out and this is the first time he actually pretty much opens up to anybody yeah talks about being a virgin how much he is this loves where we get the flashbacks this is where we get the flashbacks where we find out how bad he was in the future or in the past, in the past he couldn't get the bra for the one girl and he kicked another girl in the face because she was trying to suck his toe which is fucking gross toe yeah, looking is fucking gross yeah i don't understand and again i'm sorry i don't mean to kink shame anybody but i don't understand <laughs> kink shame foot obsessions and wanting to suck toes like this is the second time in this movie they mentioned something with feet yes. and sexual nature feet is a big one I think that's one of like the main fetish. it's a pretty big fetish I'd, yeah, I'd say some, yeah uh, some dudes like the smell of like dirty feet or chicks dirty feet stuff. Ugh, ugh. eating macaroni and cheese out of a, a used stiletto or some shit that wasn't in the movie that's what just what you, I've heard what are you watching yeah. <laughs> he learned that from real sex on HBO but oh that was a good show yeah. I learned a lot about sex watching that I you know I always tuned in because you know you get the free week of HBO or whatever and as a kid you're like oh yeah titties Ooh. no they and, save that stuff and so then they put real wall. sex on I'm like oh my god like an hour long program of sex Fuck, but it's always yeah. like these people rolling around in a 70 year old nudist swimming pool of baked beans and you're like what, what? dude just what I must have missed that one. What is this? It was, I mean, it's just always weird shit. I yeah. do specifically remember one that was about food fetishes, and it was like people that rolled around in beans. It's like, this is not what yeah, super whatever. horny teenager Nick is looking no. for at all. Whatever gets your rocks off, I guess. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, any 15-year-old kid, 15 to 18-year-old kid just wants regular sex and blowies. Dude, I mean, you I'd show like, them tits and that's all you Watch the need. Scramble Channel and wait for a nipple to pop through and that was good you enough. Try to yeah. watch, you watch the old Howard Stern E show and they yeah. blurt it out so yes. you try to like you close your eyes, try to go through, <laughs> try to see through the <laughs> picture. Clear up just enough. That was a nipple. Yep. And so uh, he talks to Dave and he's finally 
he's finally opened up and they're talking to him like why is sex everywhere we've learned Andy's just not great at sex or even try he gave up on it he gave up he officially gives up fucking everything up you you can't have this I'm hot I'm hot right Um, Um, and I don't know like I, I definitely wasn't good my first few times but I don't know that I ever had anything that awkward before I mean yeah. Definitely never broke anybody's nose no. on accident. No, definitely not. But what would you do if someone tried to lick your toe? I mean, you'd probably be ticklish. Yeah, my feet are very ticklish. I don't know that I'd be into it, and I'd probably be like, Ugh. yeah, we're not making out after that. <laughs> but again, it depends. Like, is it after a party where I'm drunk and I'm just, it doesn't matter because I'm just trying to get the, you know, like what... It, it would definitely depend on what, uh, well, what this circumstances whole scene, we're in. This whole scene sort of... Um, they uh, Andy agrees that he'll start hanging out with these guys and they're going to help him try to meet chicks. Yes. It's like, this is what you need in your life. You need to do this. And he he knows he wants to do that. Um, but sex is everywhere. And he's walking home. Yeah. I mean, and sex is literally everywhere. There's chicks with just nice titties everywhere. Mm-hmm. The the bus that's following yeah. him. Eruption. That Eruption. <laughs> the dog's humping. The dog's humping. Yeah. And the big thing about this, not the first time dogs have been humping in movies, but the first time they look at the camera while humping, I oh. believe. How do they train the dogs to hump on cue? That's just imagine what it took to I get wanted. that, and they're like, "Okay, get it, go, 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 go. Yeah. we're doing go, it, go, go, come on in." Okay, like so someone's job was to sit there with the camera and wait for the, the dogs park, to yeah. finally start humping. <laughs> it's like some B-roll or something. Yeah. All right, so they get to finally go out with the boys, and he finally gets to go out with the boys, and it's a nine-dollar beer night. That's why it's so packed there. <laughs> yeah, I like that joke because I did go out to the bars in L.A. and it was fucking difficult as a broke student to try to go out and have drinks or go out and do any fucking thing. Like, how can you feel good about yourself and charge $9 for a tall Miller Lite? And it, yeah. they put them in the thinner glasses so it looks like you get yeah, more. Yeah, that's the worst. Right, right, right. It's all the appearance of... Yeah, and I don't know, like, if... if the, the shops where I think it is, I mean, it looks like it's West Hollywood, which is a really fucking expensive area. I mean, that's yeah. where the Sunset Strip is. That's like the main kind of area. So, yeah, you can get... I remember once playing a gig and I went and just ordered a house whiskey Coke, which is, you know, the cheap shit. We're talking bottom shelf. And I think it was 10 bucks, which 10 is... bucks. Absurd. It should be three, five tops. But it's not, it's not an easy area to go out drinking in. So $9 beer night was a fucking great joke. Yeah, and you're never going to see me in there. And Andy <laughs> decides to wear one of his best shirts, the nice yellow polo. The yellow polo, polo where yeah. doesn't, was it Seth Rogen makes a joke about Curious George? Yeah. <laughs> What's Curious George like in real life? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. But be the, by the way, we're drinking Budweiser. Drinking Bud Heavy, the king of beers in honor, because that's what they were drinking. Uh, that's really good poker. beer, dude. I, I like it is. The, I'm enjoying it. I never, ever, ever get this beer. It's I th- great. I think Budweiser, this but type of Budweiser was the first beer that I've ever had, and it was like, oh, oh and I haven't really had it so much since then. It's mm. not terrible. Uh, shout out to my boy Hash from the old TJ days. Hash, Hash so- is all about Budweiser, and I had to teach him that it is known as Bud Heavy. He didn't know what that was. What? But, uh, Bud Heavy. This is okay. this is Hash Brown's go-to. He he's His whiskey and a beer choice is Bud Heavy and I believe Jim Beam. Or maybe that's just because I always had Jim Beam. But <laughs> either way. We, we digress. So they're at this bar, and Jay teaches Andy to use his peripherals. Use your peripherals. <laughs> use your peripherals. <laughs> Where's that lady? Uh, 
Three o'clock. Look at three o'clock. I see. Uh, what is the the plan? He says some sort of a ficus. Ficus. <laughs> ficus. Some sort of ficus. Rubber. Oh plan. yeah. Use your instincts. And he awkwardly points to his junk right here. Where's your instincts? Here. Right here. How do you know <laughs> a, a lion knows to tackle a gazelle? It's instincts. instincts. And um, he starts walking. He goes. What you need to do is find you know a drunk girl. Take her home. Uh, this is one of my favorite parts. He bruises on the knees, vomit in the hair. <laughs> right. He walks up to somebody and goes, Hi, how are you doing? You look comfortable. And she's passed out. She's passed out. <laughs> passed out. Yeah. Just to say need to be conscious or yeah, just a little too drunk. Yeah. She just needs to have a pulse. You're or on something. the right you're on the right track <laughs> yeah. there. And so they end up uh, going on to uh, stumbling onto okay. a bachelorette party. Bachelorette party. Which, which right. I mean that's that's just free that's fair game. Or yeah. free Free game, basically. Fish in a barrel. Dude, Dude for me, I would love that. That's a great situation to be in. Uh, me, me not being single anymore, but those are times where you go over there, those oh, chicks are yeah. all ready. They're DTF. Oh, they're totally ready. Yeah. And I think he does really well, like, being surrounded by women with the intention of losing his virginity, which, when I did it at 17, was fucking awkward. I couldn't imagine... Forty, yeah, you know, and he handles himself well. He's making well, we solid always, jokes. They were he, making, did, he did have some good zingers yeah, in there. Yeah, they were making uh, like uh, dildo jokes. Dildo One of them was like, uh, "This uh, is Doctor Seuss's penis." Yeah, I mean this. Seth Rogen, much like Samuel Jackson, or I don't know, maybe Christopher Walken. Like, this, the, those actors that I don't think you actually act. You don't do anything. You just literally, okay, um, my name is. Dale, whatever, and you just act like your fucking self. He always has the same laugh, <laughs> the same little husky thing. He's always stone. Like Seth Rogen is just Seth Rogen in everything he ever does. But how, and it I, works. I, it totally I, works. I love but it, right? Yeah. yeah there they are always some have things. That. <laughs> <laughs> like he's always gonna die when he laughs. Um. Anyways, we get to meet Betty Cocker. Um. Les. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Was, uh, Cocker. Who wants some Betty Cocker? Who wants penis cake. Wants, and of yeah. course, all the women. I do. <laughs> Betty Cocker. Betty Cocker. Um, anyways, we get to meet Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann, who is Apatow's wife. That is correct. Um, I don't know what her name is in this movie. Uh, it must have gone wait, by. I have, that, I have that pulled up here. Sorry, sorry. I set my notes to the side. And it's not too much of a. You her don't name have is to Nikki. know. Mickey? Nikki. Nikki. I, I don't think I would have known that from that. Yeah, uh, I don't think I. They I don't might think you catch her name. As a matter of fact, if you watch the trailer, which we did last week when we talked about doing this podcast, um, she's in the 20 dates, um, the, tw- the speed dating. Oh, the speed dating. Yeah, she, but she isn't in the movie. That must have been a cut. Well, they must have cut her from that and made her, made him meet her at this uh, bachelorette yeah. party, which she, she's drunk enough to take him home. So And he, he has to blow into the machine to start her car. Oh, yes. Well, she goes, uh, you want to drive or should I drive? And he goes, well, I don't drive. And she's like, fine, I'll just suck it up. <laughs> just suck it up. And she's just drunk as fuck. And she's like, well, you blow into this? He's like, oh, yeah, sure. Sure, like, I haven't been drinking. I'll have to blow into that. And it passes. She goes, what do you need that for? Uh, the judge says. Uh, the judge recommended <laughs> I should get it. <laughs> yeah, the judge kindly recommended I get with that once, too. And so this scene terrifies the hell out of Andy because not only does he not drive and could have driven, but he doesn't drive. We have a drunk person behind the wheel, and that's yeah, scary she's, as hell. She's not a little bit. She is... Oh, yeah, Missy Elliott. Dancing and, like, not paying attention at all. And he's freaking out. She's like, you are... what you're." She tries to grab the wheel at some point, and she's like, get the fuck off! You're not getting into my pants like that. Don't ever be named Dan. Dan rhymes with man, and men jerk off. 
Dan's a jerk off. Now Dan she's obsessed because now she just recently broke up with Dan, who Dan is marrying the girl from the Bachelorette. He's the Bachelorette, party. yeah. Right. So she's at the Bachelorette party for the woman that's her so this friend is, who's marrying her ex. Right. Which is pretty weird. Yeah, a little weird. She break. They break. The, I don't think chicks have the chick code. Like, like we have a bro code. I think they might. I'm sure they do, but. What they How do is they probably that... ask better. They go, well, you know, I, will you, do, would you mind if I dated him? Yeah. They'd be like, oh, no. But inside, they're like, fucking don't you fuck bitch. I mean, don't you better not. I think there was a whole bit on community about that. I've been rewatching community also. I want some fucking ever. French toast. Yeah. And you see her decline of like being real energetic drunk to, to slow well, yeah, and start you fall asleep. Once you drunk. get to like drunk, drunk, when you stop drinking, like your power goes away, man. It's like. Kryptonite to Superman. That's We've all been there. And when your body decides it's time, because you're time. running, the alcohol is the only thing keeping you awake right there. And as soon as that stops, man, you go down with a quickness. And she almost and makes she it home. She's about to turn She's into her driveway. Into driveway yeah. Which apparently this whole bit was an idea of their daughter. Apatow and Leslie Mann's daughter thought really? it would be funny for her to fall asleep and sideswipe a whole line of parked cars and get all fucked up. <laughs> there is a deleted scene or uh, maybe some just extra extended scenes where they're feeding Leslie lines, you know? She's like, do you do ecstasy? And she goes, she says something, she breaks the fourth wall and talks to her husband. She's like, you know what? We have kids, Judge. We can't, I can't say that kind of stuff. Anyways, she tries to turn into her driveway and boom, gets smacked. They turn around and he came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And she starts to laugh a little bit and then, and then right into the cry, laugh cry. Yeah, yeah the laugh cry. And then vomits. <gasps> oh, we can still have sex if you want. This pink yeah. vomit that comes out okay, looking like no it was the shellfish or something. Did y'all did y'all notice in that scene when it showed her vomiting on him, there was some, but like when he got out of the car. He was covered in it. Yeah, there's oh, very, yeah. I mean, a lot like of continuity. continuity. Yeah, that, I, mm-hmm. I tend that to notice stuff like that. a few that. times. Um, but that's a good catch. I was like... Now, let me ask you like something, that. boys. After all that, you're Andy. Would you take up that offer? I'll still Fuck have sex no. with you if you want. No, 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 no. Now, now <laughs> it, again, depends. Now, if I was also drinking... Yeah, that's a big factor there. That would be a huge factor because then absolutely 100%. Drunk I me would. would probably be like, yeah. Oh, Whatever, man. I, I guess I got to shower off. You're gonna join me. Like you can, you can totally transition save that. that. You can save this evening, but being completely sober and inexperienced, and she's yeah. Even with even if he wasn't a virgin, being completely sober and she is that fucked up, and now cops have got to come get involved in this wreck that happened real quick. Like no, man, no, 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 no. no. That, ain't, <laughs> that ain't right at all. Period. Yeah, and that ends that scene. We move on to the next one where the boys are hanging out in the loading dock. Yes. Smashing fluorescent lights. Oh yes, having some good old fun, and we learn something that we're going to hear much later in this uh, in this uh, yeah. this movie. Putting the pussy up on a pedestal. Because I think Mouge says that later, and he's not part of this scene, but he says it again at some point. Uh, I think. Well, I think he says it's said when they're in the the Planned Parenthood clinic or whatever, wherever they're at. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what you know what you're doing? You're putting the pussy on a pedestal. Like, why is, is it? It's like that's the second time somebody's told me that. Basically, it's when you're building the pussy up. You're it's a pussalaya. Pussalaya. No, that's it. <laughs> Building the pussy up. Pussalaya. Yeah. And, yeah. Andy's getting fed up. He he took their advice. It's not going well for him. Absolutely went wrong for him. <laughs> Very bad. <laughs> but he's he's still willing to do this because he knows that these guys are you know doing it for him at some point. Uh, I mean they they feel like they're I trying mean, to help. I him. think he wants to like he wants to know. He obviously yeah, had, wants to think that. Ha- has wanted to lose his virginity. And a whole bunch of horrible things happened to him. And it's not like he just, well, 
I don't want to have sex. He just says, well, I'm not going to. It's yeah. not that he doesn't want it. So now he's got people helping him. It's like all of the little walls and safeguards he has built up for yes. himself by mm-hmm. being so isolated are now coming down. And he's like, maybe this can finally happen. And he'd given up hope. And now he's like, that hope is coming back. He, I might finally yeah. get it wet. Why I did finally... I break down? Why did I let my wall down, my guard yeah. down? And this happens, you know, like you, I did exactly yeah. what you wanted me to do. I found the drunk chick. I took her home. She nearly killed me. Oh, yeah, me. but he says, maybe I should tell you that if she's stumbling on her way out of the bar, you should fucking yeah. drive. <laughs> which you yeah. did. Which I didn't, you didn't think I needed that. to tell you that. Yeah. You should know that. And he has, he's very, he lacks experience. So, yeah. uh, fun they're, fact. They're also realizing how much they have to hold his hand through this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, fun so. fact about breaking fluorescent lights, which uh, Cal smacks one over David's leg, and that can release a lot of mercury in the air, so you, you be bad. careful. You're we don't want to dispose that. of those properly. Mm-hmm. Which kids. I did not know that. I would just love to throw one as far as you could, just watch it shatter. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, they, they it's immediately fun. shatter. It's not like it breaks like regular glass. And that man. sound that they make, it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then that's very dangerous. And so and uh, we're, we're back the next day. He talks to him. We get pussy on the pedestal, and he's back to he sort of let let his guard down again. He finally gets to meet somebody on the floor, which well, is, happens to be yeah. They the lady is there shopping, and everybody's passing her off. And I oh that's right. So we have they're this older intentionally lady. like saving her for him, even though he's not supposed to be on the floor. He's not a salesman, but they're right. like, sorry, I'm busy. No, yeah, habla. Uh, no, habla yeah. English. <laughs> What she says with no accent was like yeah. he doesn't even try to pretend that he speaks Spanish. But uh, muchas gracias. Is, yeah, this is Trish, played by Catherine Kinnear. Oh, the hot or grandma. Keener, Keener. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I was just watching all three episodes of Back to the Future, and I thought that was her in the third one. It, yes, it is. It I'm is? pretty sure. I'm pretty. I don't know. I feel like I remember looking that up and thinking that, and because I think it is, and I also it's not, but I thought it was the same from Step Brothers. It is, yes. She's the mom from Step Brothers, but I don't know. I think what year was back to? I'm scrolling through number three. Number three. It had to be like in 1990 or something, because all that music is totally 90s. Uh, Looking her up, anyway. Sorry, keep talking. Well, anyways, we learned that she has an eBay store. Uh, It's called Sell Your Stuff on eBay, (laughs) and it happens to be right across the street. They have a shop, and I'm wondering. I mean, and even Andy's wondering, like, is this a, what do you do at your shop? You you sell, you don't have anything in your shop? Like, I have stuff in my shop, but I, but I sell things on eBay. So I can't come in and buy something? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, which is a really fucking stupid, it is not the lady from yeah, that movie. I, I that is so. Mary Steenbergen, who is the mom from Step Brothers. So this lady is also not uh, the mom from Step Brothers. Get so out of here. See how Catherine much... Keener. <laughs> All these white girls look alike. <laughs> yeah, you know, they always say they're so wait a minute, celebrity so the, lookalike. So the mom from Step Brothers, Step Brothers is, is from the, Back to the Future 3? Back to the Future 3, mm. but it is not this lady. Yeah, man, that's she crazy. She was in Get Out, which will be in our rewatch. That movie's fucking awesome. Yeah, that to look forward Stay to. Stay tuned to uh, she's rewatch episode. She I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, we learned she doesn't sell things there. She sells things on eBay. Um, Which, why do you need a store? Well, I know she says she makes it's like a throwaway line about it. She thinks it gives yeah, her oh, yeah, vi- like, validity. Which yeah. made a lot of sense. It does when make you said some that. sense, but again, as we're talking about how expensive LA is, store property, like the thousands of dollars a month she's spending to rent a store that she doesn't do anything with. How uh, you got at least be put making, a register in there and be able to sell be stuff able to there sell too? Be able to sell it there too, like, right? You got to be selling 
tons of shit on eBay to facilitate yeah, enough money to buy a, a, a rent a rent a, a shop yeah. that you don't use and you don't need. It's like the stupidest business model I have ever fucking heard of. Yeah, but we, Andy seems to like her. They're well, about yeah. the same age range, probably. Um, she may be a lot older. That's not a forty-year-old looking woman. I'll tell you that much. She looks I mean, fifty years old, by the way. But that's okay. You know, no she, judgment here. She looks fine. I don't think she, she does look. Whatever like she, she, whatever age she was, she looked great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, she's enamored by Andy. Andy mm-hmm. seems to like her too. Gets his, gets a number. She Finally just, gets yeah, a number. She just gives it up. Because it's like here's the card to my store, but she writes her personal number on it, so mm-hmm. it is a legit number get not yeah. just uh and he's stoked andy goes to the boys and he's like i got i, I got, got a fucking number down, i think i got it i think i got a number i think i, I got, got a, a number. number and you know when should i call her and they're like oh he's like never <laughs> don't call her what are you talking about where he's like you got to run through a bunch of run through a bunch of hoes and uh, he talks about the hood rats, the hood yeah, rats. Yeah. get all these hood rats you know you bang, 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 bang. You, you're gonna be terrible you're gonna your be first terrible. time you gotta and you want to be less terrible and when yeah, you get you, away you from the hood rats. Get through like twenty hood rats, and you'll be Does, less. Isn't that, you'll suck less. Yeah. Or something. Isn't that also about saying that? No, that goes a little later when you tell her that she's a virgin. She'd be like, "Oh, that's good because you, I know you don't have chlamydia, and that yeah. shit's like everywhere." <laughs> but that's that's later. So well, they're celebrating. Um, Jay's like, "Did I tell you?" Gives him a hug. He's like, "Dude, I knew you can do it." So they go out to celebrate for their boys. Tonight night with the boys. They go around doing Irish car bombs. Oh yeah. Not only that. Toking out of an apple. They do. They do an apple bong. <laughs> and then Andy's like, they're they're drunk and, and they're all pissing outside. That's the wall. right. And he just do it. I can. I got a got a mental block. But I feel you, dude. I I have that same. I can't pee in public thing. You know. I, I've totally done it, but it is weird. It, it you either have to be super wasted or there. Yeah, it's like if somebody walks by, like I as a part of society wouldn't want to walk by and see someone pee in public which I have I've seen people shit on the sidewalks and stuff like it's, it's fucking horrendous and yeah. it's gross and then here I am doing that same thing <laughs> well, so. I feel you when it comes to peeing in public so they are now uh, he's more confident now and now I think he, he can start uh, working on himself a little bit and I think the first thing that Jay well first of all he goes up to Jay and he asked Jay like what he what he does, and he's trying to watch a movie too, right? He's like watching a movie at Smart oh, Tech. And he's uh, like, Twenty eight days later, or is something. that what it is? I oh think yeah, because so. he keeps doing jump scares. Like, oh no, <laughs> fuck! Which is so funny, <laughs> right? He's like, fuck that nigga. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> is he like, uh, oh, I can't remember. Don't go in there. Biscuit Don't go in the room. Room. Biscuit <laughs> in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, you know what? For he's like, he's like, what do you got to do? What do I got to do? And he goes, he says, I know you're good looking. He goes, well, you, you think this was an accident, yeah. Tana? This was yeah. premeditated, yeah. right? And so he talks about waxing himself. Yeah. Waxing himself oh, all yeah. over. And the This infamous, brings on the infamous the, sex, uh, sex scene. The sex sex scene. <laughs> wax I mean, scene. I'm sure it's doing it for somebody. But, somebody out there, yeah. Uh, yeah, so obviously they really, really waxed Steve Carell. This was not I learned that when we were watching the movie. Yeah, because I watched was, it with my girlfriend, and she uh, let me in on that. That that scene was all they real, had, <laughs> and, obvi- and obviously they could only do it once. Yeah. they got yeah. one take, so they set up five cameras in the room to get it from different angles, so they could edit it. Uh, but speaking of continuity issues, you get the ripping sound a bunch of times. He screams random obscenities oh, Kelly and Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson I like it's just like in that South Park movie where Barbara Streisand is the ultimate swear word <laughs> and in this we got Kelly Clarkson but he says like 20 different things but at the end of it he still has the four spots that they actually waxed right so a bit of an issue but yeah he really decided to get waxed 
for this, and I, I've never they got had the nipple. All oh, the nipple! Oh, nipple! Fuck! Nipple! Fuck! God, nipple! That would fuck! Hurt. The way that the he was, was just you're cursing pussy. at the yeah, the way he was cursing at the lady doing it, and he's yeah. like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> we gonna need more wax." Yeah, yeah. Takes his shirt funny. off. Seth Rogen's like, "That's a nice sweater. Does it come in a V-neck?" <laughs> <laughs> I've said a, that to you, and you don't you, like yeah, me when I say as that. As a very, very hairy individual, I felt this, and I've never had the chest waxed, so I've never had hair ripped out of my nipples before. But I've had my back waxed. And it, How's that feel? Actually, it tickled. Oh, great. I was like... Well, speaking of which, in tribute to this movie, I got us some wax. Yeah. And we're, Nick has agreed to one wax pull off his chest. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. You ready? <laughs> ah! Nipple fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, neighbors. Sorry, neighbors. Um, and he gets I was going to yell out a random name, but I just totally went blank, so I screamed. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, he gets up out of this, uh, Steve Carell, Andy, and he obviously looks like he's got a mantle-lantern, yeah, which Cal this. says something about, you look like a mantle-lantern. Sure, like, oh, they, oh, tried, oh. they tried to improvise a lot, and there's not really much you could do. Like, mantle-lantern's about all you can get for that. By the way, mantle-lantern's playing ACL this one. year. I don't know. If they, <laughs> if, if they don't cancel ACL again, we, we, we got mantle-lantern playing. Um, they, they get the nine o'clock. They nine get they're nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Yeah, primo, primo. Good for All right, so after that, we they, don't they also do a weird cover of Age of Aquarius? Who Manolantern? Yeah. Oh yeah. Are they not? <laughs> Why not? We're still talking about Manolantern, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. So we are getting we're at a, a, a weird scene here where now he's he's gotten advice from David he's gotten advice from Jay he's never really gotten any advice from Cal and so yeah. he gets advice from Cal they're walking a, a television out to a customer's car which they yeah. drop they oh drop. yeah oh they pass like great don't worry about uh, it. we can throw this off the fucking top of the yeah. building it'll be okay we learn Cal's a novelist he goes mm, yeah he goes, why haven't you told me you're a novelist that, he goes is that from Piano Man Cal is a real estate novelist. Carries out my TV. The Billy Joel song. Oh, someone is a novelist. You no, know, for a song called Piano Man, that harmonica can't shut the fuck right? up. Right, that dude needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he asks, he goes, "You're a novelist? You know, I didn't know that." He goes, "Well, that's because I'm not a egotistical uh, jerk yeah. or some shit like that, right? Egotistical fuck or something." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and he tells him to do some things like uh, very much analogies to growing pot. He goes, well, what you want to do you is you want to try seed. to bang a bunch of chicks, you know, plant some seeds. That way, when you have all the, well, you get all the plants growing, you can fuck the plants, you, fuck you know? Plant. Where he's like, I learned this when I first started growing weed. The more seeds I plant, the more weed I could smoke. Yeah. But essentially, Cal tries to tell <laughs> him to be more like himself, you know, like be more like you. And he goes, oh, yeah, I think chicks are going to really like it. Do me, yo-yo master. Do me, yo-yo. <laughs> yeah. yo-yo do me because you're the yo-yo guy. Um, but... Which they, also happened in a Workaholics episode we watched recently. Yo-yo Sorry, guy? he was doing yo-yo tricks for a cam girl, and she was like, "Oh yeah." I mean, obviously, <laughs> cam girl. So she don't be paying. They're gonna like yeah. anything. But yeah, um, just like walking the dog. And so they point out this one hot chick that works at a bookstore, and Andy's like, oh, "There's something wrong with her underwear." <laughs> yeah, that's not in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this was a, where we meet Elizabeth Banks. Smoke show Elizabeth Banks. God, mm-hmm. she's so fucking hot. And he um, tells her, <clears throat> the advice that he gives her is to just only ask questions. Ask right. questions. And it like, seems to work. And his reference, he goes, act like David Caruso in Jade. Jade. Yeah. Which I thought he said Renegade, but Jade. Jade. And I didn't get the reference, but what's that reference Jade, Jade is a movie in the 90s with, obviously, David Caruso. 
And uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but she was the girl from Dogma, if you saw Dogma. The main character? Linda Linda Florentino. Yeah. But it, or Fiorentino. But it's a, it's a sexy whodunit type thriller, like Basic Instinct kind of. Just super so, suave. And- yeah. So David Caruso, who then went on to be CSI Miami, I believe. I don't remember which CSI he was on. But yeah, he's kind of got a gruff voice and he's a... And he tells him to act like that, basically just repeating what she said, but sexier, you know? Um, which worked out because she is a smoke show and obviously probably pretty dumb to fall for something Unless like that. you want to be told on. Yeah. Uh, do we, you like to do it yourself? What kind of books do you have here? Oh, we got a lot of do-it-yourself books. <laughs> do you like to do, do it, it yourself? yourself? <laughs> <laughs> She's just fucking moist yeah. at this point. Woo. Really working. It's working for him. And he's, he, and he's stoked by this. He's he like, can't I can't believe this work. He's like, work. he I pulled it off been, well, I'm too. You've been doing this your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> And then he goes, what do you do next? He goes, what you do is you wait for that plant to grow. You wait, wait for, for that the seed to grow into a plant. And you fuck the plant. <laughs> yeah. And so we move on to the next scene. Um, and he's checking out the the business card that's got Trish's number. And he, he's wondering if he should call. Gives her a call. And it's a telemarketer. Or, at least or he, she, pretend, he, he pussies out. He yeah. pussies out and Pretends acts like he's a telemarketer. Like, and so she's like. Are you near? Are you near the top of a building? Jump, Jump off! off! <laughs> well, seriously, what the fuck is wrong with you people? You fucking. Well, I remember her. Get whole a time real right job. Bit. Get yeah. a real job. Why don't you? Well, yeah. Are telemarkers still a thing? Do they realize? Yes. That? Yeah. Okay. They absolutely, one hundred percent are. I'm, I'm which is why it. I do not answer my phone. If your number's not programmed yeah. in, I'm not answering Same shit. Here. You can leave a message or text if it's. Thank goodness for that, though, too. You know. Yeah, <laughs> but my co my are the my current partner at work. Is uh, well, he's Cuban. He's a nice guy, but he's he's a bit older, and he answers every phone call, everyone. Period. If he didn't have the number program, whatever. So it's always, yeah. He tries to talk to him, and then realizes that they're a telemarketer, and hangs up on him. And I'm like, why don't you just not fucking answer the phone? If it was your boss, you have that number programmed, mm-hmm. you would know it. If it's an emergency, they're going to leave a message or something like. I don't know. It just gets. It really grinds my gears, I guess, because we're trying to fucking work, and he has to answer every telemarketer that fucking calls throughout. Oh, the it whole could day. be an emergency. Well, if it is, they'll call back. Oh, is this Tomas? <laughs> yes, this is Tomas. Well, whatever. And then he fucking hangs up because he doesn't want to buy window shades or something. It's like just fucking stop answering your phone every time. But uh, that, but that'd be like lying. That's like Hank Hill. Hank. Yeah. Is like, oh, <laughs> I'm not going to say that she's not home. That's lying. <laughs> yeah. Like a Ron Swanson kind of thing. Yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> Um, he's he's still at home, and he gets a knock on the door, and it's David. He's got a big old box oh, with him. Oh yeah, the box. He goes, what do you have there? He's a big old box of porn. He's like, holy fuck. He's like, these are got all the best ones in here. You yeah. got Harry Twatter, School <laughs> of Cock, starring starring Jack, Jack Blackcock, Blackcock. <laughs> Boner Jams 03. Yes, those are yeah. just all the best. Bones the scenes I was really into in the summer of 2003. <laughs> and uh, of course, everybody loves Raymond. Raymond. Yeah, that's just oh, that's, that's just, just a, a good, good show. show. That's just a good show. <laughs> Um, Which I've honestly never watched. Not a single episode. I don't think I've seen one Jamin. episode. I've seen a handful of it. Maybe Sorry. one episode. Just, I know just he's got that. your standard like '90s sitcom kind of thing. Pretty much laugh track. Yeah, and then they got the the old dumb brother. I don't know if he's dumb, but he's got the real low voice. Oh yeah, Brad, uh, not, Brad, not Brad Durf. I always want to call him Brad Durf, but Brad Durf was the voice of Chucky. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but yeah. Well, he tries to give back that box. He does. Him. He does not have any desire because I don't do. That. that he's like, dude, I've jacked it like I've three times twice since I've been here. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he tries to give it back, and Dave is being uh, impossible about it. And he goes out into the courtyard of his apartment building, like, quit trying to give me your giant box of porn, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> 
to, to really embarrass them in front of the neighbors. Classic dude dick move. Yeah. That's totally something like, we would dude, do. Not cool. And did y'all notice in that scene when he's walking out after leaving him the box of porn that he's got that Andy's got the red bike chained up to the apartment and not his old bike when um what, from she the hasn't movie? when when was, uh, Trisha hasn't given him because she gives him that red badass oh, mountain really? bike. Oh, really? Yeah, right. it's in that scene. I've never noticed that. Yeah, Good but catch. and it's Good in there. Catch. Yeah, I, I catch out. shit I, like I, that. Yeah. I still don't even know what you found, but if that's in there, that's a great catch. Because yeah, he has his bike at the beginning, but she gives him a new bike that red during their yeah that trek. their dates. Yeah, it was a trek, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so, he decides to give it a, a shot. He lights he, all the candles in his house. and Oh, my God. He yeah. sets up the most sensual lovemaking evening around for himself. Turns around his pictures, you know. Turns the pictures around. Whatever, and yeah. uh, then he puts on Lionel Richie. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. Is there a better song to jack it to than that? Uh, anything, honestly. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> And no. then and then becomes the porn star. And then y'all know who the porn star was, that right? Is Stormy, Stormy Daniels. Daniels. Oh, that's Stormy, Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Get the fuck I out saw here. the credits at the end. I was like, no fucking way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that Stormy, who's it's like, Dan, actually, Trump was in, Trump was banging the movie, that the, in the actual movie that they're using as their parody, Space Nuts. <laughs> right. Uh, which is not what that movie was called, but like she actually had a space. Star movie, Wars whatever, parody. Blah, blah. And then it turns to her just standing there topless talking to Andy in his mind and then his and then voice ends up taking into, over yeah. and he just psychs himself out and he can't get into it. And one continuity issue I had here, it's a Star Wars themed porn called Space Nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Which, you can maybe you can get that she's sort of le- uh, the Leia because she's got the white yeah, kind of thing. But yeah. then there's a sailor in there. I didn't get that either. There's a Navy sailor <laughs> and, there. And also like... I'm. The parodies just you just gotta like play off the actual title somehow. You like yes, even scary movie like Meet the Spartans played off a of fucking movie titles. Like Space Nuts has nothing to like if they were Space Balls if they're parodying that maybe. Or if you go to Zack and Mary does a porno, they're the movie that they parodied. Like Star Horse. Star Horse. See, there you go. That works. That's Space right. Nuts to Star Wars. It doesn't make makes no sense. And they put a fucking Navy sailor Man, in there, which makes a, absolutely no sense. But he closes his eyes and tries to jack it, and it just uh, doesn't That's happen right. for him because so the he woman he's imagining starts using his, his voice. voice. He doesn't know how to uh, speak sexy at all, oh, Tur- no. talk dirty. God, no. Um, Use your, your penis, and it's just super awkward, and then he ends up watching Everybody Loves Raymond. Because I am you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am you. Uh, we get to a next scene where they are at work, and it's time to go to lunch, and the boys invite him to do... Uh, Oh, the speed dating. I don't think he had the impression that they were going to do the speed dating no, thing. No, they yeah, just he said, didn't come know. to lunch. Yeah, come to lunch. They totally, here, we got a shirt for you. They totally ambushed him. So we got this nice little 70s shirt going on here, and it turns out to be a speeding dating, a speed dating thing where 20 dates in one hour, and uh, Jay Which goes- I've never done. I've never done anything I've never like done this. a speed dating thing. No, neither have I. Uh, Jay says, uh, this has got 10 years of pippin' in one day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> go, really? What the fuck? <laughs> so he gets to meet some of these odd ladies, uh, just- he tries to use some of the tricks that he learned. Yeah, it does not go well. It, the first lady... The first lady. It's like, he's like, I can't remember. She says something and he just tries to turn it into a question and she asks him if he's retarded. Are you fucking retarded? <laughs> yeah. She goes, yes. would you like, like me, me to, to be? be? <laughs> um, then you get to meet uh, Gina. Or, Gina. Oh, Gina. Gina. Sup. I've been into the ladies for a while. I was thinking of hopping back up on that horse. She got nice, soft, feminine features. Which would be easy, easy transition. to transition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Dave gets to uh, Dave 
gets face to face with, with his, his ex, ex, who we've heard of before, uh, named Andy. I mean, a- Amy. Amy. And it was fucking Mindy Kaling. Played by Mindy, Mindy Kaling. Yeah. <laughs> who sounds like Jennifer Tilly, but looks like a thick Jasmine. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> um, and one of the best scenes in this scene is uh, Carol's tit flops out. Oh, yeah. Uh, the big old boo. And he's trying and he's to just hanging. It. Yeah, she's suddenly, I'm sorry, but you would notice, right? Lady I listeners, so. especially because if it's like like about to pop out, yeah. the nipple is like what, you'd feel a cloth, but feel then the you're gonna you're change. gonna be feeling the yeah the temperature change, the breeze. Well, let's be honest, those things were super fake, and maybe That's she true. has le- lost little to no feeling left in She's those got things. A point there. And it's be. weird that probably no man ever saw her face in that scene. The whole I thing, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, who is that again? We don't uh, even know then, the actor. And then Cal ends up sitting down with Amy. He's like, "You've got to stop fucking with my friend," and she's like. I moved. I changed my phone number. I changed my email address. I did all this shit. He's stalking me. He's like, "Well, I, I didn't, didn't know that. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry." No, he says he says he's sorry. 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 Remember, because he's Canadian. Oh, Anyways, right. we've got now they get back to work, and, uh, and when they when they're leaving, Paul Rudd is smashed, super smoking smashed. a cigarette <laughs> yeah. inside, shirts undone. Yeah. He's stumbling, weaving out of the bar. He is fucked. And we uh, get a, a nice little scene where. Andy and Cal are in the back where they're usually at, where they're usually hanging out. And he talks about taking three Excedrin PMs and jacking off. <laughs> Trying to jack off. See if you can jack like you, off win, you win either way. Yeah. You win every time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Paul Rudd's trying to sell a guy a camcorder and ends up, oh, hey, Amy. Well, this is you know, what it's like when you suck a cock. He know where the, oh, oh, oh. Uh, the wireless phones were. And he was yeah. like, I just want to know, can you just point me in yeah. the direction of him? Yeah, right. to put the camera down his pants. Yeah. And of course, it's linked up to all the TVs, monitors on the wall. So hey, I will say, I I like the um, Michael McDonald playing the in Michael the background. McDonald. Yeah. Oh, and then that scene, he's like, if I hear Michael McDonald one more time. <laughs> if I hear Ayamo be there one more time, I'm going to Yamo burn this place to the You're ground. Getting, get out of here. Oh, the guy's trying to buy the stereo. He's like, will you throw in the Michael Donald DVD? If you don't buy it, I'll throw in the Michael McDonald <laughs> <Yes>. DVD. <laughs> and uh, then Paula, the manager, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch, yeah. She was like, there's about to be an, an on-air colonoscopy. Or something. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do about it, floor manager? Because yeah. he's been promoted to floor manager after he made that one sale. Yeah, well, you know, his numbers were through the roof. Yeah, that's right, 100%. Which he must be Success doing rate. nothing, because it doesn't sound like anyone else is doing anything but stealing CDs. <laughs> but this is my commission. Yeah. My commission. And so this leads us to a very popular scene. Oh, my scene. God, the, the confrontation with Jay's wife or girlfriend? Are they married? Uh, oh, the, yeah, well, his, I think it's his girlfriend. Girlfriend, fiance. Common law. Um, common law, but... Uh, what happens is your the date. girlfriend no, she, she, she found your dating card yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Throw it out real yeah. quick so, so, he knows what's going real so let's go ahead I love I say this all the time I say ho for show all the time and nobody ever gets no one, one gets of those that, you, ever, right? you know when you randomly quote something and nobody ever picks up on it this is one of mine well here's that scene y'all are you Andy uh, yeah. is this yours did, did you go. write this stuff my girlfriend Jill found your speed dating card Oh, yeah, right. God, I've been looking for that speed dating card. Thank you so much for bringing it to me. So you actually wrote that one girl looked like she was hurting for a squirting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. hurting for a squirting. I wrote that. <laughs> oh, so you wrote ho for show. Yeah, I remember that girl. She was a ho. Oh, for show. For show. show. You this device works. Right. Anyways, there, there you have that. For and then, show. You got to control your bitch. No, I'm saying. Yo, Andy, dog. I can't you talk to my girl that matter way. Matter of fact, I think we'll keep going on here because he uh, then goes on. this. Uh, it, oh, here's the, the camcorder scene I was talking about. The camcorder scene, yeah. and he's uh, blowing the camcorder. 
please, sir. You what? are never gonna meet anybody with that kind of mentality about women, you sick son of a bitch. Who the, who the fuck are you to put me on trial? I've never even met you. So why don't you back the shit off, all right? And stop with the Inquisition. That's how you talk? You know what? I don't have to answer to you. You ain't my bitch. No, I saying? <laughs> man. Fuck it. Fuck it. You shouldn't even be hanging out with this pervert. I don't, I don't hang know out him. with him. I work with him, and that's it. I tried to introduce him to a few nice people. He made a fool of himself. I don't mess with him, baby. That's not me. You should keep your hoe on a leash. Oh, bro, I can't, I can't let you... Hey, be, hey, I can't, hey. I can't let you be talking to my hey. mother like that, dog. You know what I'm saying? Bitches running wild, man. <laughs> <laughs> what a great scene, because... He acts like a good bro, you know? If you yeah. came up to me, uh, Nick, and you did something untoward and, like, I'd have to, like, back you up. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's mine. Of course it is mine. Yeah, that's yeah. His, uh, that was his condom that he left. That was my condom he left on his penis. His <laughs> 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 used condom. Uh, and he gets into it, and then he has to he has to try to sell it by, by talking to her in that way. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you put your bit, you know, who the fuck are you to put me on trial? <laughs> that's how you talk? <laughs> this is how you talk? What a great little scene there. I, I really yeah. love that there. Yeah. And um, Dave is too drunk Obviously. to complete his shift. And then Andy gets his shot on the floor. That's when he well, gets that's the shot on the floor. manager. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, we move on to Andy's getting tricked into meeting a transvestite there. Oh, in yes. the hotel. He gets to this hotel. Like, Jay's like, we got this party for you. You know, we're going to hang out at this party and have a good time. He meets up. He's like, where's the party? She's like, ah, the party's right here, baby. And they end up just watching. Don't they just end up laying there watching TV? Uh, well, that 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 is a deleted scene. Oh, that's because it cuts yeah. right back into him mm-hmm. going. You know, that was a. I tranny. knew she was a man because of her Adam's apple and her, her Adam's balls. Apple. Yeah, her yeah. hands were as big as Andre the Giant's, yeah. and her Adam's apple was the size of her balls. And Jay was like, "Well, if she was a tranny, man. That's a that's a that's a good looking tranny." And they're like, and they're like, like, you got a blowjob from her, didn't you? You got a hummer from the tranny. <laughs> Which you know, it's not a big deal, I guess. I've always said dudes probably blow chicks, uh, <laughs> blow chicks out of the water when it comes to blowjobs. I'll tell you that much. Well, you know, when you've got one, I guess you know how to. You know how to like work handle it? it. That's why a lot of chicks go lesbian. You know, makes sense, right? Logic. All right, let's see. Andy does. Andy's told he doesn't have the balls, and he decides to go across the street to meet Trish. So yeah, they're like, yeah. You, I mean, we did this for you because we know you don't have the balls to do it. And he's like, dude, I can fucking do this. He decides so he to run across, across the street. And he almost gets hit by a car, which was unplanned. They Completely got, unplanned. They got through the barricades, and like that was <laughs> oh, legitimately... Shit, really? Yeah. <laughs> they were just like speeding down the... Uh, Wilshire Boulevard's never this clear. <laughs> and then almost and fucking run into yeah, Steve Crow. Yeah, great little thing. Like, if that happens when you're filming, you best put that in the fucking Oh, you gotta. Yeah. That's the most realistic thing Unless you would have got hit, then yeah. different story, but... Uh, so we get to go to the eBay store. Which has, you know, lots of stuff in it, I guess. And yeah, we so have Jonah you... Hill in there. Oh, yes. A young Jonah Hill. Very fat young fat Jonah, Jonah Hill. Fat Jonah Hill, yes. Yeah. Fun fact, Dustin Hoffman discovered Jonah Hill. I don't know if you guys yeah. knew that. Found uh, him under a rock. I found guess. him under a rock. Uh, he, he, <laughs> I guess was, uh, D- Dustin Hoffman's children were friends of Jonah Hill, and huh. that's what got his uh, feet in yes. the door there. This he first tr- ever thing he was in? No, he I think was, this I think is his... in a, like a TV spot, maybe, but... But I know that in the commentary, Seth Rogen's all like, you know, they're like buddies and they gave him a shot to be in this movie and where he tries to buy silver platforms with a goldfish. With a goldfish in, goldfish in yeah. it, yeah. And which yeah. is weird because he was saying, well, I've got money for them right here. Why can't I just buy them? 
Yeah, I don't understand why I can't just buy these. Is it because she doesn't have a bit, like a, a, she, a legitimate license to sell something not. to the store? Yeah. Well, again, in which case, why the fuck are you renting a retail space? I mean, a storage space makes more sense, but not like yeah. a retail front. And I don't know how this works. Like, if I was going to have someone sell some, say, some platform boots with fish in them for me, wouldn't they just post it? And then when someone bought it, I would mail them. Like, why does she need to hang on to the things that we she's could have to gone some sort of loophole? I was thinking, okay, well, here, no, just go on eBay real quick and and buy it, and I'll just give them to you, and we'll save on the shipping. You know, maybe she's making a little extra dough on the shipping. She's pretending I mean, that it's got to be making money somehow. But yeah, why does she need the item to then sell it on eBay? Maybe if the person just wants the person who's selling it wants to just get rid of it quick, and she ah, see that still wouldn't make sense. No. Yeah, because I know people. Well, because it was kind of like shit. a consignment thing. Like she obviously she sells it for the person who obviously doesn't want to go through the shit of posting uh-huh. it, dealing with that. So of course she's going to get a cut. But. Yeah, I don't see but you why. Must, you got to sell hundreds of things a day. Yeah, to be able see, to yeah. I know someone who did a, this. Storefront. One of my classmates in high school, his dad, that's what he did, is he sold shit. And this is in small town Beloit, fucking Kansas. So I don't know how he had this much of an eBay hookup. But my mom worked at the post office at the desk. And so every single fucking day, this guy would come in with just an obnoxious amount of packages and boxes that he was trying to send out. But he did not have a retail space. He just sold shit on eBay. And that's all you need to do. You just, like, what, you don't, I don't, I, none of this makes any fucking now, sense. Now, the importance of this scene is that he asks her out finally on a, on a, a right. proper date. And we get to go to the next scene, which is a very classic scene here. It is, you know how I know you're gay scene. Oh, the, you know I know you're gay. And so we're going to go ahead and play that real quick. I'm so, it's like a weight has been lifted. Celibacy is the way to go, man. Oh, uh, no, by the way, yeah, he's David talking about... celibate. Yeah, he's going celibate, and he's wearing an amazing shirt that's shirt got his himself, himself with a beard. Which is, I think it says Employee of the Month on it, which I want one of those shirts with my face on it. Employee <laughs> of the Month. Just like the most haggard look that I can come up with. Here we go. Andy had it right. You know, look at him. He looks younger than all of us, but he's 10 years older. Why? It's because he's never had a relationship. No she-devil sucked his life force out yet. Oh, yeah. This is another call. Which, we'll just go ahead and skip that. So you're gay now? No, I'm not gay. I'm just celibate. I think... I mean, that sounds gay. I just want you to know that this is, like, the first conversation of, like, three conversations that leads to you being gay. Like... There's this, and then in a year, it's like, oh, you know, I'm kind of gonna want to get back out there, but I think I like guys. And then there's the big, oh, I'm I'm a, I'm a gay guy now. You're gay for saying that. I'm gay for saying that. You know how I know you're gay? How? How do you know I'm gay? Because you macrameed yourself a pair of jean shorts. You know how I know you're gay? You just told me you're not sleeping with women anymore. You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay, and you can tell who other gay people are. You know how I know you're gay? How? You like Coldplay. <laughs> So uh, here's a nice little story. Um, back when you can still do it, I don't think anyone does it anymore. But you can cut clips from things, and that could be your ringtone. That was my ringtone. You know how I know you're gay? You like Coldplay. So every time <laughs> oh, I hear that, nice. it, just, it brings back these fond memories of me having that that ringtone. And by the way, <clears throat> they're playing N64 here. They're they're playing N64 here. Um, uh, Cal's actually playing with the right controller, and then Dave's got he's playing with the chair on mm-hmm. one of them. Um, 
and it's wireless. And I don't see any wire there, so that's a continuity error I wanted to bring up there. Sixty-four did not have wireless, not wireless connectivity. Yet. And then yesterday, I went to, I, I stumbled across a, a video game store I was nearby, and I said, "Oh, I'll just hop in because I would love to buy an X, N64, yeah. nice classic N64." First of all, they didn't have one. Was it Game Over Games? No, it Game was Over a- Games has two locations. They would definitely have a sixty-four. For for how much? Because I saw they had a classic. Um, what was it? Uh, it was a. Uh, fuck, was it a PlayStation 1? Or a... Like the no, gray no, no. one? Or the uh, white one? Uh. Basically, it cost... It sounds like it cost more than it cost when it was new, you know? <laughs> it was an old school uh, console. Gotcha. Uh, anyways... I have no idea how much it would be, but they definitely have it. I would definitely be... I've seen them have uh, the Nintendo Virtual Boy. Yeah. I mean, you can go that. all the way back and get an old fucking Atari. Yeah. Dude, I even. They still have all to, that shit. Uh, I've kind of been kicking around getting a Game Boy. My mom would go to the mall or like uh, Macy's or whatever, and like you go to the video game section or whatever at, the, at like a department store, and they had it all set up. It looked like what my, my mic here has, you know, a stand, and then it had the thing up here. Mm-hmm. And it was all red lines and definitely yep. was 3D ish, but I think it was Mario. Uh, tennis? T- Mario, Mario Tennis. tennis yeah. And Wario's, uh, uh, not Wario. Yeah, it was Wario's his, uh, dropping pill game. Oh, yeah. Well, Dr. Mario that had that. Yeah. I didn't know Wario had was it one. Dr. Mario? Dr. Mario had the pill. Mario. It was like it been Tetris but pills. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Mario. Like the lazy-ass right. version of it. Anyways, um, we don't have to finish the rest of that scene, but that was that scene was completely, completely improvised. Yep. Yeah. And well, I like the part where he was like, you know how I know you're gay? He's like, because like, you have the bumper sticker, the rainbow bumper sticker that says, says I, I like, like balls. And he's like, oh, that's what? gay? That's gay? <laughs> uh, that's, uh, I think that's actually coming up, so let's just let's oh, yeah. do it. Oh, you're dead. You're dead. Oh! Oh! Leave my torso alone, at least. Um, I also wanted to call... It kind of cuts, it cuts, and, it cuts uh, back and forth with uh, Andy bicycle. talking to uh, Trish yeah. on the phone. You know how I know that you're gay? You like the movie Made in Manhattan? <laughs> you know I know you're gay? How? I saw you make a spinach dip in a loaf of sourdough bread once. You know how I know that you're gay? Delicious. Oh. You have a rainbow bumper sticker on your card that says, I love it when balls are in my face. That's gay? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And then a classic one in there. He goes, you know how I know you're gay? Your dick tastes like shit. Yeah. That's one of my absolute <laughs> ultimate favorite ones that are from there. And this whole scene is just to really uh, do two things. Um, Dave has to declare his celibacy. Yes. And number two, Andy is uh, asking Trish out on a, on a date. Um, and then this, yeah, because he comes out and says... She said yes, and she's coming to pick me up since I have a bike. And that's when they're like, dude, have you seen your apartment? Yeah, she's coming here? He, he's standing right next to a Asia poster. And <laughs> oh, yeah, then they, they tell him, you know, I know you're gay because you have an Asia poster. That knock it off with the gay yeah, enough with the gay. Um, so Trish does agree to go to a date, and then the boys convince Andy, as we said, to move all his toys so he doesn't look like a 10-year-old Asian boy lives there or something, right? Um, in which she, she, so she comes to pick him up and he's like really trying not to even let her she tries to walk in yeah she's trying what she, you do yes I'm, first off dude you're having her pick her up for a date that you're supposed to be taking her out on you're pushing your luck I'll but tell you one thing if you, Andy, you invite her, her in you yeah. her drink Andy, something if Andy picked her up on her bike he probably would wait at the door and then come on let's go and then hop Hop on, or maybe he has to I take hop on the pegs. Off. Oh, yeah, all the pegs, or sit on the handlebars. <laughs> yeah, the pegs. But like, yeah, I don't know. You pick it someone up. You at least step inside the door. Yeah, and stand at the door. You don't just fucking go casually walk around their house or anything. But you, just, while they're getting whatever ready, 
so it's not completely out of line. She's like really just trying to peek it in because he's very obviously trying to not let her see inside. So I'm sure there's a bit of what what's the going on. Yeah. What don't you want me to see? Yeah, and she, you know, fuck. Why not? Like you got to take a look at this guy. That she's at a point. She's an old, older lady. She's she's down to business. Uh, doesn't have to want to think about too much mystery in a man. Divorced, right? Divorced, or did he die? Was she widowed? <sighs> well, I don't think they mentioned that. No, they didn't know because uh, homeboy Jay was talking about like, he could be in prison. He could have boys oh, on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, but either way, yeah. So she's probably had enough bad experiences. She's she needs to know what's going on. Learn with a lot guy. about somebody by their living yeah. space. And what better first date than a Benihana's? Do Benihana's rules? I love Ben. Then you're in a show. Yeah. Dinner. And then hopefully you Fucking get the the, the, the shrimp flick the in shrimp your flip. mouth. <laughs> but uh, the little volcano thing. I've done the I've done the move where you tell the waiter that that's you know the person the you're birthday. with is their birthday. Yeah. I've not pulled that move before, and it's not their birthday. That's the best part. <laughs> so you do it to dudes. You don't want to do it to a chick. It's uh. It's kind of fucked up, especially if you're trying to get a a, a bleach later, you know. A bleach. A bleach. <laughs> that of all the fucking terms you could have come up with, that's the absolute. I thought blowy, but bleach. I thought yeah, blow let's, let's try to make that a, a thing. A blowy J, a blow G, <laughs> a but bleach sounds bro. like bleeding leech to me, and that's just not sexy. Hey at man, all. if that's your thing, hey, you, what, you, right, you're not into it's, that. It's doing it for somebody. You're I'm not sure. Into that? All right, so she takes him home, and this may be it, dude. She's a cougar. She's ready to go. She's ready to pounce, baby. She was. Cougan. And so, she, dude, it's happening. There's condoms. Try, Andy tries to put on a condom. <laughs> you mind oh, if I yes. use your magnum? Oh, oh, oh. Okay. why not? And he tries to read the instructions. By the way, if it's a magnum in there, that means the last dude that she was with was packing. Yeah. And if you're not wearing that... Oh, man. I wonder what she's going to think. Well, you know, the last guy was way better. <laughs> but I don't think bigger always means better, boys. No. Got to know how to use it. That's right. Got to know how to use it. He also reads the instructions. Have you ever opened up the packaging? I didn't know they had instructions. instructions. Well, that's what I thought, I thought was yeah, weird. Maybe is on that the, box, the, the individual condoms, the, the package... Don't usually have instructions on them. It's the bo- It's the, the inside bo- of the box. Bust open the box. Yeah, you got to open the box and then the poorly drawn diagram. I just remembered my awkward <laughs> nurse in high school that gave sex ed class demonstrating. Mm. Really? Yeah. Wow. She used a banana? Uh, maybe. I just remember she was like, you got to hold the tip and then roll it down. I was like, and she was having a hard time because obviously when it's on, on you, the the object is stationary that you're rolling the condom down but when you're trying to show you're like how do I hold this and then the tip and then roll did she it. shove it into the condom or did the it, condom no, she like was roll like down holding it and awkwardly <laughs> trying to roll it down but it, it well just, no at that point she should have put it on with her mouth she should have but <laughs> it wasn't that kind of party Anyways, uh, he wastes like 10 of them before the daughter oh, barges yeah, in. Oh, yeah, he's like putting the, all of his arm. All of his arm. Well, at one point, yeah. <laughs> he's like playing with him, tries blowing up as a balloon. Oh, and the, the, the pop of it yeah. that you hear when he like you would stretch it out and then try to put it on there. Yeah, he blew it up. Yeah, he blew it up. I had a friend who his trick was he'd put one over his head, do the Howie Mandel, like just down uh-huh. below your nose, and then blow it up and see how big it would get before it exploded on his face and... But it was I a nice think, party trick. I think even a virgin would know how to put a condom on. And I tell you this because when we put gloves on, everything he did to put it on, you never would do that with a, with a glove. Right. Like you've put it's, – it's a pretty similar or basic concept. I'm sliding this over this. So – I know how to yeah, do that. Yeah, but a glove is more literal slide before. on. A condom is unroll, is, is a which roll. I would think is easier. Like, yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, you just put it on that tip and... Sh- you ever have to wear a finger cut before? No. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's basically like a glove that's got like a thumb cut out oh, and they roll just, it up. Oh. And so like whenever you cut your, your finger and you need to still just work with your like finger... A, a finger you just, condom. Like a finger you don't condom. Get away. I've seen them, yeah. Finger condom. That's finger cut. All right? We don't call them condoms. All right. You're not right. fucking they're nobody not, with them. They're not holding back There's no sperm. reservoir in it, all right? <laughs> These are not ribbed for anybody's pleasure. So that ends that attempt to have sex for the very well, first yeah, time. Well, yeah, because then the daughter well, the, comes the in. The kid she, walks in. The kid walks in with the with the boyfriend, Which, and I, she, she freaks out, has a nasty, gnarly scream. Oh, I... Yeah, so this is Kat Dennings, who was in the Thor movies, and she's in that Two Broke Girls You're talking show. about the daughter? Yeah. The daughter. And... I never saw Two Broke Girls. I don't know enough about Kat Dennings to know if she is actually this god-awful fucking annoying, but this entire character... Yeah, that bathroom scene. Oh, I want to stab my own ears out with this Hopefully she's not like that because it would make her a really good actor because that's exactly what all teenage people are like. They all Uh, suck. So (laughs) this was not... Wow, she had quite a few things uh, before this. I guess it was her boyfriend afterwards. He was like, dude... You have to teach oh, yeah. me. He thinks he's a god. Teach me. Yeah. Because well, he sees all the condoms and thinks they must have just been. Well, and then he sees the mom and it's like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Pulling that shit. She's well, it's important as a, as a young man to scope out your girlfriend's mom. Well, that's, yeah, man. That's, that's what she's going to turn into. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Unless she's adopted. Then, uh, then, well, it, then, then you it's don't a, know. Then it's, then it's uh, random. No, that, that, was, that was a joke listener. So I'm kidding. That's, oh. that's definitely not true. So this uh, takes us to the next scene, which is the second and last boner scene. Oh, yeah, there were two boners. Um, which I believe were all filmed the same exact oh, yeah. time. Like, they did not. That's another continuity thing. He's wearing the same boxers. Um, it's like, here, it's probably Whatever, like a second Manny, take. Which is you fine. You wear the same boxers. He probably has his usual sleep attire or something. Oh, I, I'm with that. I, yeah. Especially maybe They just he caught him at the underwear. same point in the cycle. Yeah. In the laundry wear cycle. That's right. That's right. Seinfeld didn't. We're not here to on talk that. about another boner scene. We're here to talk yeah. about him sitting down this time to try mm-hmm. to take a piss, and that yes. piss goes straight up straight into up. his mouth. Mm. But it's one hell of a stream. What what kind of thing would you morning do with piece, sitting dude. down? But uh, taking up, you cannot sit down when you have a morning morning boner. No, you can't. And also, why is he peeing when it's obvious? Like you're aware that your boner is pointing up and nowhere near the toilet bowl. Why why did you let loose? Yeah, I mean. You could have just like held it in your hand while you took a dump. Was he taking a dump? What's the point of him sitting down though? Was he? He had to be taking his yeah, morning dump. All right. So if you're going to be rights, sitting Carlos. down, if you're going to be rights. sitting down, if you're going to be sitting down to take a pee, obviously you need to be pointing down into the bowl. It needs to be hanging. So the point of him sitting down would be to point that down in there, and he didn't do that. So I don't. Either he's just really good at the pile driver or something, or the jackhammer, whatever they call that one, where you go straight down. You that's where you go twelve to. 12 to 6 uh, with a boner. 12 to 6. It's the opposite. Uh, hey, has it ever happened to y'all where like where you sit down because it's like, fuck, like I'm going to try and sit down and you tug it like just under the seat and you let loose and, and it, it comes out, out, the, yes. out of the lid? Yeah. yeah. Never had to do that, but it always like, it'll touch the top of the... That's always a weird feeling. Uh, it's just gross. You're like, you have yeah, to, well, now I need push to Now I need to shower because I just touched toilet bowl with my penis and I don't even want to know what kind of bacteria is going on. Or, or I got another oh. one for you. If uh, if you're deucing on the toilet and you give a courtesy flush and you feel, feel oh, that water... Yeah. Yeah. No, and when you just feel it catch your dick. Man. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Yep, indeed, yeah. actually, shit, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never a good time. Never no, no, a no, good no. time with with peeing and pooping mishaps. So... Like I said, just pee in the fucking tub if you got a boner here. If you're it's good to go. yeah. And just run the water when you're done. It's like and flushing. And honestly, Morningwood... 
does go away fairly quickly. Like as, as you're as brushing your, your teeth done. and you're doing stuff, so like brush your teeth. And it's uncomfortable and you got to pee really bad. And I get all that, but do some stuff and give it two minutes to let it finally wear off, and then you can just pee. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So we are back to work here. Jane Lynch is. We get a good scene with Jane Lynch and and uh, Andy here. Oh, where she offers her to name's be the, Paula in the movie. Yeah, by the way. she's she's offering to take his V card. Yeah, you know, there's a little thing You're a good looking guy. I could do. No. Jane Lynch is amazing. She's fucking hilarious in everything I've seen her in. She's so good, uh, and she's good in uh, that role models movie. Have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah. With, uh, Stifler and, and Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd, yeah, who with still the has an age. Looks like yeah, the energy died. drinks something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he talks. She talks to him about being a fuck buddy. You know, yeah. We're, we're coming, you know, you familiar with the term fuck buddy? <laughs> <laughs> and explains it to Andy, and Andy's very uncomfortable. And she talks a tale of a Spanish oh, gardener Javier right. who made gentle yet passionate, passionate love, and then <laughs> sings a Guatemalan <laughs> love, love song. song. Shall we listen to that song? We boys? shall. I think that we shall. All right, here it is. Andy, I've been thinking about your problem. I think I might have a solution for you. Mm. Mm. You ever heard of the term fuck buddy? It's what? Is she gay? No. She, she always comes off as a lesbian, but that's like when confident ladies sometimes will come off that way, and that's, that's, not, that's not fair of me to say that stuff. Okay. Not fair of me to, to think that she's a lesbian because she's a strong woman. Friend. We fuck. She looks like a lesbian. No, I haven't heard that term. When I was a little girl, I developed early. By the time I was 14, I had this body you're looking at. <laughs> I don't I, What's to. funny is because she is a very tall and gangly just... woman. Like, she's not your standard, like, sex pot. So oh, she's totally. like, I had this body that you're looking at. And you're like, <laughs> fucking big bird looking thing. <laughs> Can you imagine that? He's like, no. No, I, no, I, I cannot. I don't. Thank you. A lot of male attention. I bet. Yes. Especially from our Guatemalan gardener, Javier. Okay. You know, Javier, uh, before he made passionate yet gentle love to me for the first time, <laughs> he serenaded me with a beautiful old Guatemalan love song. Really? That's... Mm. That's... Sounds nice. Cuando reglan mi no encuentro nada Donde va con tanta prisa Al partido de fútbol And I don't think this is a real song. Right? Well, anything it's definitely not a real song. Like they made it, uh, like she made up that melody. She's improvising with, with Steve Carell, this whole uh, thing. They have Which a sort of guideline where they're going. Which is fucking impressive. Um, and it's so great. The, this is translated, and I have it right here, boys. Oh, yes. She yes. goes, When I clean my room, I can't find anything. Where are you going in such a hurry? To the soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> Trying and, to use the same melody. It's, yeah, it's not working. And then Javier deflowered her. Deflowered her. <laughs> when I clean that my happened. room, I can't find anything. Where are you going in such a hurry to the football game? <laughs> yep. 
It's like she just learned a couple Spanish lines. Yeah. And saying, oh, that's so great. Imagine if you can do that to like an, uh, someone, you know, doesn't speak English <laughs> and just make it sound so good. I don't think it can work. I think it works with diff- with like a nice foreign, maybe it's just because it's a foreign language. Yeah, yeah, to us, I'm sure like, and if there's a foreign movie where they have an English speaking character Nick, and they're like, yeah, say stuff are... in English, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Nick, where are you going? Are you going to the bathroom? <laughs> I actually, I actually am right now. <laughs> Let's go to the soccer game. Yes. So, so there's that beautiful improvised scene I wanted to get out of the way there. So we get to second date with Trish, and he That's finds right. out that she's a grandma. That's right. She has three kids. One of them has a kid. That's right. A one-year-old. Well, initially it was. Two kids. Yeah. And then the third one just comes out of nowhere when yeah, she starts listing the age. And he says, wait, wait, how many do you have? Or something. Uh, yeah. And finds out she's a grandma. And she's obviously nervous about that because that would throw a whole lot of guys off. But he's he's not deterred he at all. He took it quite well. Get, yeah. Yeah. And he's, a, he's actually sort of stoked about it. He calls up Cal. Yeah. And he's telling telling him about her being a grandma, you know. Well, first of all, before I'm getting ahead of myself here a second ago, uh, he then agrees to take it slow. When yeah, yeah, because like, well, you know, most sex guys complicates things. Oh yeah, we can wait five dates. He's like, oh yeah, you're gonna say that, but on the second one, you're gonna, you know, well, all guys are just trying to get into your pants. He's like, fuck it, make it ten. Yeah, <laughs> ten, well, fifteen. Fuck it, let's go twenty. Yeah, 20. fine. So they end up with twenty, right? That's yep. right. They end up with twenty. And they are still making out, getting hot and heavy. Oh, sure. And then the kid comes in again I mean, with, with the younger daughter. It's 2005 Steve Carell we're talking about here. He's a good-looking guy. He beefed up for this movie. We all saw him without a shirt on. He's, He's a beefcake. Yeah, he works out in the think, morning. You think Trish is keeping her hands off of that? I do not. True. She's going to try to get in those pants. That's right. He asked about a Magnum. She's excited. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she hasn't seen it yet. So she has not seen it yet. That. She doesn't know what is meat pillar is all about the meat pillar <laughs> well Andy does some amazing magic for the, right. the kid that so comes in it, that means you walk all around all the time with a giant quarter in your pocket <laughs> yes yes. <laughs> yes I do yes uh, um, what else it gets so, into okay so I was so that's where that, he talks to Cal he talks to Cal who's writing his novel and he's like but dad typing you didn't I don't know how to love. You never taught Taught me. me. (laughs) He's like, all right, that's a good spot to go grab a fucking joint and roll it up. Fuck it. Taking a fat rip. So, yeah, he calls Cal about how she's a hot granny and Cal's making all the great jokes. Like, fuck her while she watches Murder, she wrote. (laughs) Fuck her and then have her send you a birthday card or a card with five dollars on your birthday. A birthday check for twelve dollars. <laughs> yeah. Fuck her while she watched Matlock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A murder she wrote. That's awesome. Uh, yep. Yeah, funny little scene. It moves on. We learn a little bit more about Cal being a novelist. He's writing obviously something about uh, at which you Probably hear some a little sort bit of sci-fi working, erotica. It, it seems to me that he's working out his own daddy issues through his book is what I have always yeah, taken that, that as. That makes sense. But dad... <laughs> I don't know how to typing again. <laughs> All right, that leads us to a wonderful scene with Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, Kevin oh, Hart cameos. Yes. So let's go ahead and play that real quick. It's real short. Oh, maybe I should turn it up here. Hmm. That I can't do. 
Now don't be a Negro, be my nigga. Alright, help me out. Oh, well, well, hold on, hold on. I ain't nobody's nigga. Well, I mean, you somebody's nigga wearing this nigga tie. Now you're being condescending. See? Mm -hmm. You've been warned, all right? Yeah, throwing the big words at me, I'm gonna take it as an insult. Okay, <laughs> check this out. First of all, you're throwing too many big words at me, okay? Now, because I don't understand them, I'm gonna take them as disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's just like, that's probably the best I love part it. of there. Aim high, Willis! Aim <laughs> high! <laughs> you heard of Roller Twenties? We fucked dwarves in the ass! <laughs> It's a pretty funny little scene there. This movie... This your like, boy? This your boy? This your boy? Yeah. We ripped the smart tech. <laughs> <laughs> this this whole he, Judd Apatow thing of like the, the highly improvisational style, it got it got pretty worn out. But man, this is like at the... This is right at the start of it. And this and Anchorman, fucking classic lines and scenes that it just... It's a... It's beautiful. Yeah, that's <laughs> beautiful. Thing. There was a specific Aim time for this stuff and it was in the mid-2000s. Yep. And we know that it's terrible now because we tried. Nobody watched Anchorman two and thought it was a good movie. Okay, I was to say I did, but then correct with your second part <laughs> of that statement. Yeah, nobody thought it was a good movie. I, I thought it was okay because I liked that stuff. But yeah, it, 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 it didn't was have the right, same. But the problem was the first one was lit, like they caught they caught. I was trying to say caught and captured at the same time. They caught lightning in a bottle where they improvised. It worked out. It was like winging it and it was great and they tried to then recreate that now if it's something that happened and worked you can't then purposefully intentionally recreate that and that's why dumb and dumber to anchorman 2 all these did not work out because you're trying to recreate something that was totally just a fucking spark it's not because of the improvisation yeah though. well i mean it went and it was that the right time the right place and the, you know writing, all those people yeah, are older. They're up. all in different places now, so they're not going to improvise the same way, or they're not. You can't capture lightning in a bottle twice. Right. Everything was just perfect. Yeah, all the conditions leading into it. Yeah, like the first Anchorman is one of my favorite comedies of all fucking time, and that second one is abysmal. It's fucking god awful. So, Super Troopers two, same thing. Yeah, it wasn't all that great. No, I'm sorry. Is that in part of your collected collection, Super Troopers Two? No. What about Reno Nine One One? That was a good show. That was a good show. That was a good they, the movie though. Well, they're redoing. Oh, I never it. saw the movie. Uh, oh, the movie? Yeah, they did I think movie I saw too. the movie. In Something in Miami? Did they go to Miami? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a great show. <laughs> it was a great show. Absolutely. But we're not doing shows on this. That's yeah. something we were discussed. I don't know if we brought up in the rules. Yeah, we're we're skipping over shows. Doing purely movies. Yeah, on it's this, too so. much. Maybe they can be like a whole sub. We could do like a side a side show about like a TV because I got a lot of, of the episodes. Yeah, I got a lot of Archer, Rest Development, Community. I would love to Futurama. do that for like Breaking Bad or or oh, you know yeah. Better Call Saul. Anything Vince Gilligan is really good. I mean, he really puts a lot of cool like things, and the continuity is always. I, I find that that throws me off. If continuity is off, it throws me off. Yeah. If I can find that just by watching it, not looking for it. Like that's that, bad. That's bad. Yeah. You know, fuck it. All right, so let's move it on. Andy continues on, and we have a dates montage, and it's yes. uh, through, believe it or not, I'm walking on air. That's right. So Andy takes a header ride in his bike. That's a funny little thing that happened there. And on the 15th date, Trish uh, convinces Andy to start selling his collectibles. So he can run his own stereo shop. Stereo, stereo right. shop, yeah. Um, Booge says- And it kind of freaks him out. 
Yeah, right? he a has little, little bit. bit of a meltdown because he especially was uh, well, not his yet. Steve Rogers is million. Oh, that's later. Not yet. Okay. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, Boosh says he will. I will pray for your cock. Moosh, moosh. He's like, what are you, thirty-five? Oh, yeah, you need to get on that man. Yeah, no, I'm forty. Oh shit, you got to get on that man. <laughs> you got to get on that man. Fucking moosh. I would pray for your cock. <laughs> I love that character so much. So we get to a scene where Andy walks into Trish's house and. We got a steam kettle going off. She, uh, by that you mean Trish's daughter. Trish's Trish's daughter. Oh, yeah, because he got the phone call. She keeps opening and slamming shut the bathroom door. And she, yeah, it's like someone pulled a fire alarm and it turned into Kat Dennings. It's fuck you. It's so grating and painful to listen to. I can't, I can't stand it. Well, we were talking about Anchorman a second ago, and the guy plays Champ. I don't remember his name. Oh, the bald dude. Uh, mm. Yeah, wasn't he on a, SNL for a oh, while? He's in all sorts. Of, uh, damn it! Damn it! I think it's it, Dan it. something maybe. Yeah, he's had uh, a few appearances on The Office too. Yes, he was on The Office. He was his, his like really crazy fucking friend on The Office, right? Yeah. Uh, Sorry, David Keschner. Yes. Huh. Koshner, Keschner, David Kushner, David mm-hmm. uh, David. Koshner. Yeah, Koshner. Koshner. Yeah, not Kesha. Yeah, whammy. Whammy. He's, so he's like, he's a father in this group where they're talking about kids and sex and, you know, trying to educate He's like, so he, they're in this group. And he's oh, really the, proud the of the his Planned son. Parenthood? Uh, maybe yeah. we missed that over. We, we kind of drifted that over. Uh, Andy tells or agrees yeah, to take, agrees to yeah, take he took the girl. her to Planned Parenthood to the parent. for the birth control. Yeah, so get some more information. He's like, then, yeah. is looking at the model vagina yes, and, the and he fucking falls like, apart and he can't put it back together. He's very fascinated with that statue. It's like, it's like a Rubik's cube. And so this is the the, the funny part of the scenes where um, that man uh, David plays some father, and he's like, "My son is doing some things that my wife wouldn't do with me in our marital <laughs> yeah. bed." Yes, and she's like, "What's the question?" Some things that how are illegal get, in the state. How do I get her to do that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he asks a classic question: Is it's it true? true? If you don't use it, you lose it. Uh, and the the, the lady <laughs> running that talk. The, the employee or whatever is Steve Carell's wife. Oh, is it? That's hmm. Nancy Cottrell. Oh, really? Carell, sorry. Cottrell. Cottrell, Cottrell. Not um, married to the guitarist from Alice in Chains. So I don't know finally, where the fuck Cottrell came from. Andy finally reveals that she, that he is a virgin in the group mm-hmm. and is made fun of. And that's when he uh, says uh, one of the, actually from Reno 911. Oh, yeah. Jonesy. Uh, what's his name? Fox. I'm not sure. Cedric Jones. Cedric, Cedric, Cedric Ubarra yeah. or something. He goes, you you know what you're doing? You're putting a pussy on, on the pet. That's right. Yeah. He's like, what is this that's pussy the on the pet? And there's, there's some kid bragging about his big dig and how I'd hit that. He's like, it's the guy like you were at Temple on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. You have a tiny little Jewish cock. I've that seen it. Would funny. you shut up? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he goes, "Can I? Do you guys have any Magnum condoms?" He goes, "You have a tiny cock, Seth." <laughs> and I think that's maybe a throw to um, Seth Rogen, like because he probably wrote that part in that movie. Maybe could be, very well could be. Um, nice little uh, improvisation, uh, improvisational scene with Paula and Cal, and it, where she asked for a week's worth of weed for a staycation. Once oh, yeah. and Paula, Paula is the girl that. Cal hired to take over the stock room after Andy no, left. No, Paula right? is Jane Lynch. Oh yeah, uh, who's the girl? Who's the new employee? I don't then? know her name, but uh, she it's uh, she's stacked, man. She's she's like the super hot young little short girl, and and he pounds is what she weighs. Yeah, and he hired her for David for Paul Rudd. Yeah, to like, try well, to get him so off he the could get over and get over. What Amy? are some of your qualifications? 
You and I own some I electronics. Have electronics at home. Oh, 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 oh. for me. Oh. It's more than these people over here. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. So we keep moving on. 17th or 18th date, Trish and Andy are talking about collectibles. He gives, uh, she gives it into wanting sex early, but almost tramples some of Andy's toys. And that's uh, right. That's right. And Andy freaks out. That was Steve freak Rogers out. off yeah. the bed, and he freaked out about you, the six million dollar man. You can't Steve Austin. Steve Austin. Steve Austin. Yeah, not Steve Rogers. That's Captain America. Steve Austin. Trish uh, gets offended by this. Yeah, you'd rather. Like, was it? You need me yeah. to dress up like? Was she dressed up like as, Thor? As Thor of? or Hulk? And she's like, I will. I'll dress up like Thor. Why won't you fuck me? Yeah. All Damn. he all he can think about is his toys over his sex. He calls right. her a grandma too. Well, I think you're a, oh, hot yeah, you're a hot grandma. She kicks him the fuck out. That's the classic arc, man. We've made it to the top, boys. It's time to go down. Yep. So Andy uh, goes out with the boys. Uh, and yeah, for Jay's, I think it's his baby shower party. Oh, that's right. He's having it because he is having a baby. He brings the sonogram that's right. to work and he puts it up on the TV. He's like, this is my baby and this, this is, is his dick. Baby's dick. This is my baby's dick. <laughs> Everyone's dick looks big on a 16th screen. screen. My sister's dick looks big on a 16th screen. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking booze, man. Hey, 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 <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, uh, uh, Andy gets really drunk. Cal and Dave go at it at the bar. Cal flicks his dick oh, because yeah. he won't yeah, talk to the yeah. hot chick he hired that we just talked about. And there. He, he, a few times, hits yeah, him in the dick him, until he finally like... Him, slaps him, pulls his hair. He's like, well played, so... <laughs> and goes at it. Andy gets really drunk, uh, has a drunk conversation with Cal about how many pots have you smoked. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, then he meets up. He gets to meet. Uh, and he's drunk as fuck. He meets up with Beth. Ooh, uh, Elizabeth Banks again. Who's a smoke show? At the um, bar? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they go back to her place. She invites oh, him to go. Oh, that's right. I hope you got a big trunk because yeah. I'm going to put my bike in it. That's yeah. right. Yep. She invites him to a really nice apartment for someone who works for... Dude, that was a really nice bar, apartment. Barnes & Noble or something. Right. And yeah, and then it's... You do it in my... But if, if you, you want. want, but if you want, what? Uh, no, she, she goes like this. Uh, you can do it in the butt if you want to. Yeah. Want to do what? <laughs> Meanwhile, but, but why? And they just and, it, and he takes his shirt off and he's got the four smooth marks. Like, <laughs> oh, you're right. That was a fun day. And me. she's like, this dude is fucking crazy, and I am into it. Like, she is on board for this fucking crazy guy because in her mind if he's crazy he's gonna fuck like crazy and she is mm -hmm, down mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she's into it you know and And she wants to go to the that's when you get a shot of his uh, of his back which is smooth smooth as if he waxed it coming uh, as a as a hairy man if your chest is that hairy as his is it's it's on your shoulders it's down your arms it's down your back it's It's all over it's not just on the chest and then you have this beautiful line right where you're your shoulder meets your chest and right around your neck. No, 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 no. Not how it works in real life. It is not. Well, back to the smoke show. Beth is so smoke show. She decides to take a bath to warm up for him. This is how I'm going to warm up for you. And she takes the the shower head. The shower head. He knows exactly what I want. Puts down south. That's right. And then he turns around and the guys are all standing there and they're like, how'd you get in here? And, (laughs) And Jay says... Uh, oh, I have a key because I hit this a few like months I hit back. It eight months ago, or something. And so you don't want this, dude. You cannot handle this chick. Trust me, you you are not fucking right. And maybe she's the one where he lubed up and made love to her feet because he couldn't satisfy it. Like she was too freaky for him. Ooh, he was talking about at the poker game. Interesting. Could be Beth. Could, could be. be. Could but be, so yeah. they. I thought he was talking about his actual girlfriend. No, he's talking about one of his his side pieces. 
Uh, but they drag Andy out, but Cal stays behind and walks in there, and you see him start to undress. Hey, I'm Cal. And you hear Beth be like, oh, hey, hey, hi. Yeah, just, just no totally deal. Hey, some random dude that I definitely didn't bring home with me that is now taking his clothes off in my bathroom. Like, she's into it. Beth is a freak. Yeah, she, she is. She is a smoke she's show. She's down. And so Cal, we don't see it, obviously, because it cuts to the next scene in the movie, but Cal had himself had one, one hell, hell of an time. evening. Hell Yeah. So next scene, Andy finds Trish. Well, Andy takes off, goes home. Andy finds her at her house, and she has found the box of porno. Oh yes, and the mm. vagina thing from the from the clinic. And then finds a Mentos. What is this? A date rape drug? <laughs> yeah. No, it's no, a Mentos. It's, a it's Mentos. the fresh maker. <laughs> she freaks out, uh, thinking that he's some sort Logically, of sex murderer. Like, okay, so you don't have new carpet. Yeah, because yeah. that's what he told. That's why she couldn't come into his apartment when she picked him up for the first date. because he's getting new carpet. So not only does he not have a new carpet, but he's got a abnormally large box of porn, a vagina statue, toys everywhere. Yeah, well, she knows about the toys. They were trying to oh, sell yeah, the that's toys, right, that's but right. like he won't fuck her. But he has a huge porn collection. Like red flags would be just well she started thinking he's gonna murder she, her red flags waving like she's bringing in yeah. an airplane I mean fucking flags going off here for sure absolutely so she then storms out and hops in her car and he decides to chase her on his bike That's that she right. gave him we get to kind of skip over during what the, song the do dating we hear? montage during the montage uh, heat of the moment Oh, the heat of the moment. Oh, that's right. She runs away and gets into her car, and he tries to pursue her on his bike. And it's like... Yeah, and so there's like high-speed chasing around the streets of L.A., and he runs into a car and flies off his Actually bike. hits her car. Her car. Hits her car. And flies and through flies an eruption through moving billboard. The eruption billboard. Eruption billboard. Both sides of it. But yeah, there are two sides to that billboard and they both hurt equally. <laughs> and so while on the ground, Trish uh, looked... You know, tra- yeah, like, uh, holding up traffic because he's laying in the middle of the street. This is where he reveals that he's a he virgin. Says, I'm a virgin. And she's like, oh my God. Like, that explains everything. It's a good thing, she says, quote unquote. That's a good thing. And she says, and I love you And then someone back. in traffic honks at someone like, get out of the fucking road, virgin. virgin. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, and then flash forward, man, where they're getting married in a beautiful outdoor venue. They both yeah. wear white, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and he sells nice, his toys nice for catch. like, yeah, yeah. He sells his toys for about a half a million. That's crazy. Because then, oh, that's right. They only make mention of that. Jay's yeah. talking to his wife about, we're getting <laughs> our kids so many toys. We're getting <laughs> yeah, so many fucking yeah. toys. <laughs> And then they finally do it for one minute. And then one three, hour, and three then, hours after that. And then, and then yeah. two hours or something. Because he's like, wow. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have we got hours, to yeah. this scene yet? Or did we skim mm. over it where, uh, who was it? The Indian guy? Ganesh? Ganoush? Whatever Mooch. his name. Moosh. And uh, and Ray, they're fucking talking shit, and he's like, "Oh, does your baby come out on parole?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Dude, I fucking died. Parole. <laughs> I died when he said, "Why you always tell me to fucking go, laughing. man? Why you always tell me to fucking go?" That was at the baby shower. That was um, at the ba- okay, yeah. the baby shower. So I got to it a little yeah. soon, but yeah, that that line that to me that was like the funniest line that ever was it, of the whole movie. Yeah, All right. I don't know. I mean, it would be hard to pick because we're basically into the movie. So before we get to the actual ending, like he finally has sex. Yep. And the second time actually has sex. You know, his first one was, was, was Put a quickie. Put it in and, and yeah. That's yeah. A, uh, so we're style. basically at the end. So like, I don't know if I had to pick a favorite part or a favorite line. Well, that just, that got the most laugh out, out of you. Me. I yeah. mean, 
I'm sure. I think the first time I ever watched this, I think what stood out the most would would have to be the fucking fuck a goat stuff. Like just Mooj, the recurrence of Mooj it. Mooj has grabbed me from the beginning. Yep. I, I, um, I think my favorite would be anything that he's in there talking shit. Like you're messing with the wrong sand nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's just he's so fucking good in the way he delivers everything. He's he's so funny. Uh, Use your fucking topping on this head. <laughs> and his hand gestures and he just blood and the way he does shit. It's, he's he's fantastic. He needs his own movie. He absolutely does. Like uh, they always did that. Like that get smart movie. Which stay tuned. Oh, it's on there. It, oh, it's on goodness. there. But. The two nerdy guys that worked at the office, they got their little spin-off movie. There's oh, always did? like a straight-to-video spin-off movie, all these. Why didn't Mooj get his little spin-off movie? The fucking Minions from Despicable Me got a fucking movie. The Penguins from Madagascar got their own fucking movie. We can't get Mooj running around spilling blood and fucking goats or whatever it is spilling that he does. Blood. <laughs> I mean, that I would be the name of his uh, sitcom. Spilling, spilling blood. blood. <laughs> so, uh... So I guess I should we talk about virginity before we wrap this up? Like my first time was definitely not obviously my wedding evening, and it wasn't in a bed, and it wasn't. I de- I, I had no desire to sing "Dawning of the Age of Aquarius" afterwards. It was not a magical moment. <laughs> it was really fucking awkward. It was in the weeds uh, at a lake. Oh, and nature style. Yeah, it was a, it was at a lake party after school, like on a weekend. Uh, and while we were off in the weed, well, the cops were coming down the road to bust the party and we all scattered. So, and then I ended up like with this girl and we were hooking up and it was my first, I had no idea. She, she laid me back and she, she knew what she, she took care of she, she did what she needed to do. Cause I had no idea, but cops were like arresting people in the background. So I lost my virginity in uncomfortable weeds, listening to cops fucking scream at people and throw shit. That's a movie scene. It's, <laughs> it's like the end of a movie scene. It maybe scene. could be, but it was nothing this wonderful. Well, mine was, I was 15. I was going to Knott's Berry Farm, which is the local theme Ooh, park Knott's where Berry, I'm from. Yeah. Uh, all the time I had a, a year pass. Uh, so I met some people from there. And there was a girl that would start going there too um, that went to high, uh, junior high with me. Um, was it junior or no? It was just beginning high school. Uh, she lived in a hotel with lived her mom. Lived in a hotel. Like next to. Uh, like an extended stay place? Yes. Yeah, okay. Like that, okay. Right? Um, I had a buddy that used to go with me to the berry farm all the time. And we. She, I forget how exactly it came to be, but we ended up going to her apartment, I mean, uh, her hotel, and he waited outside while we did did this thing, and I just could not get it, get the thought of him being out there, you know. Out of your head? And it, t- it took me a while to even get it up in the first place, but once it happened, it happened, and that was the first time. Nothing special whatsoever in yeah, some hotel. Yeah, no great moment. A block magical. away from Knott's Berry fucking farm Knott's in Buena Park, I, California. I must have driven by that, I don't know how many times then. I yeah. love that place. All right, uh, my first time I was uh, I was sixteen, high right. school spring break actually. Spring break. It was uh, I was at my girlfriend's house at the time, and we did it on her sister's bed. Ah, <laughs> yeah, well, there's your little excitement. I had a chance. Yeah. I had a chance before. I uh, I got uh, there was an exchange student, and oh, her yeah. host parents. Nobody asked her to prom. Oh. And so they offered like Nick. Just take her to prom. We'll like we'll pay for everything. We we'll got it covered. Just somebody needs to she take cute? her to prom. No. Oh uh, man. Um, 
but we would. Well, she was. She's a sweetheart. She. We had a really good time because we both were. I mean, we're fucking awkward teenagers. We didn't want to dance. I don't know. Uh, so then after prom, we were going to head to the after party, you know, and so we took her to her host family's house because she wanted to get out of the dress and get into something to go and hang out at the party. And we pull up and then she's like, oh, my host parents are gone. Do you want to come in? And I was like, no, uh, wait in the car. You go ahead and change. And she looked at me weird and then went in and changed, came out in jeans and a t-shirt and went to the party. And it was an, like an embarrassing amount of years later when it finally clicked. Oh, like, wow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> God, fuck. <laughs> terrible, terrible stuff. Fucked up. So awkward. I know. I. Oh, well. Never get that one back. No. And it, was, I know, it was probably for the best. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I think out of the three of us, he's got a, the most normal. The most normal story. Well, I didn't finish. I didn't either. I didn't get to finish. The I first did. time I got to finish, we were, uh, it was at school in the hallway behind the band hall. Whoa. <laughs> hmm. First Whoa. time I, yeah, first time I got to finish was uh, was playing a, like a drinking game with this girl and it turned it was like it was called King King's King Cup. Cup King Up King oh. Cup King's Cup yeah yeah and it ended up that we had to go upstairs and have sex because of the game uh, rules is that's, rules that's the rules and so what the fuck yeah <laughs> well because okay. you get to make up your own rules throughout the game and it just led to that point I guess and so yeah my first time. I don't think either of us finished. We were just awkwardly humping in the weeds. And yeah, then well, you got to figure we it out. We went back, after the cops cleared out, we went back to, like, the party area. Both discovered that our rides were still there, passed out, but, like, they weren't arrested, so we had ways back into town in the morning, and we found an unlocked car and crawled inside and passed out. Very like, nice. Got a nice so, little cuddle in. Yeah. Well, this is the so, time of the podcast yeah, where we give this a rating. We're going to do ratings. We're going to decide... Okay. Are we like a scale of one to five? Are we doing the one to five? That's rights. Should we do that's rights until is we that, have? Is that to our, emergency exit? Are we? Well, it is on the emergency exit podcast network, but um, I think it can be a good placeholder until we come up with a the writer scale. Specific or thing, the writer yes, scale. Yeah, some writer scale. The rewatch scale. Oh, the a rewatch scale. Oh, yeah. How, wait, how rewatch? Uh, well, how many rewatches? Rated on rewatchability. Like game video games are rated on. Replayability and stuff like that. Would you watch this again? Would you watch this again? Would you? Would you watch? Or the likelihood of you watching this? The likelihood of you watching it in maybe a year time. You want to give it a time time frame? Just is this something you would watch again? Like, did you enjoy it enough to watch it again? Okay. Or if you, you know, I've had someone hanging out. Watchability. Rewatchability. Rewatchability. Yeah. The rewatchability scale. We can call it the R factor. So five five out of five. R factors? Yeah, that, R factors. that is slow. Factors? Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll get the sliding, the numbers portion of it. But uh, this has super high rewatchability for me. I have rewatched it countless, about, countless times. How about on uh, our theme for the the show? For the movie, the Budweiser's. The, the Bud, are we doing well, like a... We can rate it on, you know, five Budweiser's and be like, yeah, Budweiser's. I'd watch it again. And that could change every... Uh, uh, we want it to be it. consistent, but yeah. I think we just mm-hmm. go five stars out of the moment. Five, five stars. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, five five out of five for rewatchability. Absolutely, I have I have rewatched this movie dozens and dozens of times uh, in the past. I guess fifteen years. Since I'm gonna hundred percent agree with you on this one. Yeah. Um, this is something that if it's on TV. Oh, for sure. And you roll across it, you're going to stop and you're going to watch the rest of it. This is what I'm doing with my afternoon now. Same thing goes with Shawshank Redemption, you know? Shawshank, For sure. So this is a five out of five rewatchability uh, plus. Oh, plus, yeah. 
So high, high rewatchability. And because you've never seen it, would you watch this again, Brandon? I would. Yeah, like you, <clears throat> you said, if I was just scrolling through the TV and saw it coming on, like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'd put it We're on. We're watching this again. Yeah. yeah fuck if it. someone's over and they're like, I've actually never seen 40 Year Old Virgin, I'm going like, to say, well, stop you what you're doing right it. now because we are watching this yeah. fucking movie right now. All right. Yeah. So we finished up this bad boy. Yeah, and so we're going to end this show with the way the movie ends, which is a cast rendition of the fifth dimension's Aquarius Let the Sunshine In. Then peace will guide the planets, and love will steer the stars. This is the dawning of the Understanding, sympathy and trust abounding. No more falsehoods or derisions. Golden living dreams of visions. Mystic crystal revelations and the mind's liberation. Aquarium. Aquarium. Let's get back into this. When the moon. All right. So. So that wraps up episode one premiere episode also shout out real quick the priest for their wedding uh is loudon wainwright the third songwriter and friend of judd apatow he makes cameos in a lot of these movies he did all the music for knocked up which is not as of now i guess in the rewatch uh collections always growing so things will be added in um so moving on next week we are doing uh, I should have looked up the year on this. We were doing the A Team with Liam Neeson and Bradley Cooper and 2010's The A Team. We've got uh, Quentin Rampage Jackson from the MMA playing Mr. T's iconic B.A. Baracus role. And it is directed by Joe Carnahan. So next week, I love it when a plan comes together. All right. Thanks for watching and listening. That's a really good place to put a cigar. Responsibility. Find them. Hell no. I ain't stepping foot in any type of aircraft. Man up. Get in the plane. We gotta finish the escape. Man up and get in there. Putting the team back together. <laughs> so how do you plan on stopping them? I'll sweat them. This just got exciting. Just a heck of a beautiful place. Is this a timeshare? I'd love to get in on that. Good morning. He tried to escape by jump-starting an ambulance. With a defibrillator. My kind of guy. I told you the mission wasn't over. What are we talking about? Clean records? We were set up. It's payback time. Oh, hell yeah, Hannibal.
gonna kick my back! I'm gonna kill you, fool! You can't park there! It's a handicapped zone! <laughs>